I watched Hacksaw Ridge in the first 30 minutes. It's like, it's all character development. Typical Mel Gibson. You're like, okay, this is going to be slow. And it's fucking slow, 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 slow. But once he gets to the fucking <laughs> war scenes, that shit is tight, dude. Well, yeah, it's gory as fuck because it's Mel Gibson. Say what you want about Mel Gibson, but... God damn it, the son of a bitch knows story structure. I mean, okay? it's total he, dude, Oscar he can, bait, Dude, he can totally make a movie. What I've been hearing is that the movie is so good, everyone's forgiving him for being a racist <laughs> fucking piece of shit. I mean, it's not that good. I mean... <laughs> well, it's not that good. He it's already... Good. It's like, what, what did he really do? He took a story that was already true, that was already amazing, and then he just showed it to you. It's yeah, not like he had to do anything. But look what he chose. He chose a movie that was about American war while they're protecting the Jews. He goes, see? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the Jews. The Jews are great. They're There's phenomenal. There's not one reference to Jew in that entire it's movie. Subliminally, there is. Subliminally. There's no Nazis in it. It's so all, it's, it's a, a World it's War II about, movie, though. That, that's and true. what's World War II known for? That's true, but it's all about a different battle. It's about the Battle of Okinawa. Yeah, because he still hates Jews, so he's not going <laughs> to... Come on. He's not going to make an Indiana Jones movie, all right, where you're punching Nazis in the face. <laughs> But, That's uh, what I thought. Hey, but the battle on fucking like Guadalcanal and shit was actually like, it was so fucked up. American soldiers suffered way more. And like, when we got into the war, especially on the front of the European front, we went in there and we like helped helped them. We, we, already, they already pushed we, 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 we did we did some work in Japan. Yeah, yeah. In Japan. Yeah, 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 no, they that, and that's on Guadalcanal and shit. We were like, haven't you ever seen strong. that movie? Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai with no. fucking Alec Guinness. No, dude, it's a great fucking movie. All right, I'll have like to legitimately, <laughs> this isn't even this isn't a bit. <laughs> like, it's a really good movie. Yeah, on the Western Front. And it's about it's like it's about construction. Really? Like that's what the movie like. It's all about like uh like British and American soldiers. Alec Guinness, the guy who's famous for playing Obi Wan Kenobi, he was actually an actor. And <laughs> <laughs> but he's like this. He was like the uh, captain of this whole fucking uh like regiment. And he's he, not get, the Nazis get, you're looking for. They get captured <laughs> by the Japanese, and they want them. They like they put them in this like slave labor, basically, like build this bridge. And half the soldiers are like, "Let's make the shittiest bridge because fuck them, <laughs> fucking suck a dick. We're not doing shit for That's you." And he's like, "No." And like Alec Guinness is like with this with these high principles of honor. He's like, "No, we're gonna build the best fucking bridge to prove that we're the better, we're best." And it's what like this. It's this matter of principle to him. It's like, "No, we are the best people, so we're gonna build the best bridge as a matter of respect to ourselves." That's fair. It's about us, not them. Like we we're gonna show that we're doing this and we're gonna earn respect and we're gonna earn the respect of ourselves and for each other because we're doing the best job not because we're Even forced though, to yeah. but because we can I mean we want to and it's a really it's the conflict is without the movie like there's no no side really wins it's kind of like that conflict goes throughout the film mm. and it's just kind of like civil war you don't really get an answer <laughs> <laughs> the answer is can we not slave can we not have slaves like can we not have war that's yeah. that both those movies are anti-war. Didn't did you watch that Manchester Manchester? Manchester I did Manchester by the Is freaking dude? sea, dude. I think that's okay. gonna be my my favorite one. The honest trailer on that was the funniest part yeah. of the honest trailer to Manchester me. Manchester by the freaking sea, <laughs> <laughs> by the freaking dude. They like because that's exactly what it is. It's a guy who lives in Boston, and like that story is actually really fascinating because Casey Affleck like it's a typical Boston family where they're not they don't know how to communicate with their emotions or anything. Uh, his brother dies, and he get, he's just a janitor, dude. He fucking the beginning of the movie shows him fixing toilets, dealing with assholes, and, he starts and like writing math equations on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Almost check it Fuck out. Fuck you, <laughs> dude, like, dude. He's just going through shit, and like he has to go, he has to go back home to the small town, and he finds out that because like, he finds out that his brother's dead, and he like checks the body, and there's this really intense moment of him at the morgue looking at the body. 
to confirm he just hugs it and it's like and he just he still he's having and you can tell by like he stutters while he's doing it so you can tell he's having a hard time showing even that emotion in an empty room so it's him dealing with his emotions and then him going home and then finds out he has to take care of his nephew and he doesn't want to and he's trying to avoid it trying to find another way to do it like who who, who else can take it? like no you have to take the kid and the kid's like i don't want you to fucking take me he's like well we're moving back to boston i don't want to take you either like, dude i don't want to go to fucking boston he's like well you're going to fucking boston he's like i want to go to fuck and it like it actually gets really fucking intense but the best scene of the whole movie is casey affleck while he's back in his hometown runs into his ex-wife don't spoil it I'm not going to spoil anymore, but there's, like, shit that went down. And, like, you slowly get glimpses of it throughout the film. And by the time he talks to her, you finally find out what the – you found out what the thing was that broke them apart. And them trying to talk, her trying to reach out just to just to speak to him, and him unable to even look her in the eyes. And he's just like uh, – uh, dude, it's fucking – it's the best part of the movie. It's fucking great. Definitely watch it. Yeah, I watched Arrival. It's satisfying. So I already, to. already talked to her about, like, yeah, we have to. No, I want to watch that one. Um, I talked to her about it already. I'm like, okay, you're stuck. All week we got to start watching, like, all these That's movies. That's what I told Reed, too. I was like, but we watched Arrival, and holy fucking I shit, told, guys. I, I, I so said it, too. I was like, dude, it's great. It's I also so watched good. Fences. Dude, it's so and good. It's, it's, Fences is just a fucking Denzel Washington wanted to Showcase. act at you for two hours. He's like, I'm going to be act like a motherfucker at you. I knew it. Dude, but there's so many. It's still just kind of good though. Like, <laughs> like the way that Mel Gibson portrays this dude was so over the top that it was like, okay, dude, like he's I know you're religious. Yeah, that's like why. it's super. Pump- it gets yeah. beyond super religious. It gets to the point where it's like, okay, like like how being a Chance <laughs> fan is hard because I'm not a Christian. Watching that movie is hard because you I didn't don't see like, Chris. Like, like those are okay, <laughs> okay, okay, really, really, yeah. really. No, okay. Where's that book? Yeah, <laughs> Chris, like I'm reading this fucking book because I know this. Is bullshit. It's so like ridiculous. It's, it's it's probably the book is probably like fucking what's the name when he lost both his hands? It's like the has the two claws. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need to do? You need to put him in the shit. <laughs> lucky you. You need to spank their asses. <laughs> yeah, lucky you whatever. From uh Tropic Thunder. What's the guy's name from Tropic Thunder? The war hero? Who was a fake <laughs> war hero? Four Four leaf. Leaf. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking it's one, of her favorite, it's one of her favorite movies. Of course it is. <laughs> his name's Clover, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get them out into the shit. I like when he's peeling like the apple. Like he's so <laughs> with his good claws. With his claws. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, well listen up, Scoop, close to your host with the most Chris Smith does he boast. We toast that That's as a cold opening for you. little problem and we'll fix it in post. Playing devil's advocate as he hears you with jokes. Who can it be sitting next to me at me? Your baby's dad and he's spitting comedy magically. Schooling on your comic book wannabes, you're gonna be hit with a hook or turn your face into a tragedy. Steve B with the chemistry. Dropping recipes and melodies, restlessly, especially using dark humor as what we mentally haunting all your dirty thoughts like an entity. No empathy, just credibility. Discussing history, legacy, ethnicity, destiny, felonies, industry, jealousy, memories, pregnancies, tendencies, therapy, heavily. Alcohol cast is the remedy. Alcohol cast is the remedy. Mel Gibson, please don't show me your religious bullshit, you fucking Nazi. He didn't mess up at all. You fucking Nazi. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was actually a good take. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Alcoholicast. I've been practicing it for like 53 weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> we are your hosts. I am Chris Smith. To the right, I got an apple. 
<laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> At spelt asshole. I'm person. the bad guy in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Brad or the Brad Pitt in every movie. That's deep cut. That's, for, deep that's cut. for that's for big movie fans. They know that. That's a big big movie for you. Real big, big, big movie big, fans. Big, 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 big. <laughs> and to the left, Stevie Augsburgers. <laughs> I love it. Just eating an apple. I know. Just all in the mic. I'm the I'm the asshole at every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They do that for those like that is a like if you go back and watch a bunch of old movies you'll notice that whenever they have a guy eating an apple they're portraying him as some arrogant asshole usually the bad guy the most recent example is Deadpool oh, when yeah. Ajax is sitting at the airport he's just sitting there and they never finish it they take like two bites and they throw it away yeah we talked a lot about Bill Burr's special that came out this year but check out fucking Neil Brennan dude amazing and Catherine Ryan those are my two of my favorite specials that came out like already this year They're is that the, the, little, the heftier Mexican chick no that's oh. Christi- Christella Alonzo oh okay I liked her she I saw her half hour special and I really liked it I saw parts of her show she had a show for a little while got cancelled that was pretty good but I didn't re- I wasn't I didn't really get into her hour special that's on Netflix oh really I'm- but Neil Brennan's fucking hour special on Netflix is fucking incredible. Right now, it, for me, it's the number one of the year. I haven't seen it yet. I remember it, I saw you guys it's post it. It's brilliantly done. I gotta it's watch so it for the Oscars now, d- so I can't it's watch called, comedy. It's called Three Mics, and it's because he does basically three different kinds of show. He does like your typical stand-up kind of thing, but he also does like a bit of a one-man show. No way. It's amazing. He has one mic that's just like one-liners, just like coming at you hot. Bow, 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 like bow. Like super joke, like fucking yeah. late night jokes, like exactly. that kind of monologue. Then actual stand-up, and then, then like a, a one-man show where he gets deep. Depre- about his depression, dude. It's so, like, it had the back of my for hair those of you, standing uh, up. It was so fucking And if any of you guys are reticent about checking out Neil Brennan, this is the guy who co-created Chappelle's show. Yep. He was Dave Chappelle's writing partner. And on the show, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, he's in a couple of sketches, and, you, and, and uh, Dave would talk about him about, yeah, me and Neil did this, or me and Neil did that. I remember that. him saying that, yeah. yeah. Well, that's crazy. Apparently, yeah. shooting a fucking uh, sla- a slaver is only funny to me and Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. He's a, well, I didn't fucking know that he was a He's writer. on JRE, too. He talks about how he did, d- d- tried to do ketamine for his depression. Yeah, and he, tried he to talks do... about all that on the yeah, show, yeah, too. That's <laughs> hella fucking funny. Apparently, shooting a slaver is only funny to me and Neil. <laughs> dude, that's fuck- dude, that's so funny. But I want to just bring up something real fast about how we all know that I love Donald Glover and he's killing the game. But when you say it's live action and it's animation, it's not a live action remake. So what I'm talking about is... Lion King. And they're gonna supposed to do a live action remake. That's what it's being titled and and like brought to you as Did Live Action Remake by John Favreau. 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 Now Johnny Favreau. Favreau. social Johnny respect. Favreau. <laughs> Johnny yeah. Favreau. No, I got mad respect. He's for actually him. a great filmmaker. Like Agreed. he really is. Agreed. They they just made a live action of um, but Disney took it, but they didn't put it out. It was with uh, O.J. Simpson, but it was called The Lion Coon, and nobody liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Still, but when so it's dumb. supposed to be a live action, by the way, that means here's, what, here's like, why. Here's why because uh, Johnny Favs, he's the one that helped. John Favs, Jay Favs, <laughs> Jay Fogs, <laughs> Joe Fogs, <Fox. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but Fabby, he. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy who helmed the Jungle Book movie that came out this year, which was. I, like, I was so surprised about how good that movie was. I, like I mean, it. obviously it has Idris Elba in well, it. Well, he's Iron, didn't Should have known. Yeah. Yeah. Also, this yeah. is the Iron motherfucker Man. started the, the Marvel chef. Cinematic yeah. Universe. The movie yeah. Chef, motherfucker. That yeah. movie is awesome, too. If you want to talk about him and John Leguizamo. I don't dude, think I've seen one bad thing that he has Him been. and John Leguizamo killed it. I he, could find you one, but we're not going to get it. He pulled, a, he pulled a Tarantino by, by basically saying, it's not going to happen unless I get Robert Downey Jr. Like, he pulled a fucking Tarantino by saying, no, this is the person I want. Because did you know that? 
uh, Daniel Day-Lewis was actually going to play Vince Vega in Pulp Fiction. Oh. Daniel Day-Lewis offered to play the role, but he says, no, I want John Travolta. I want him. I just, I know he's going to be perfect for it. And it's actually, well, it was one of his launching a, that roles. Was a smart, that was a yeah. smart call, I tell you. <laughs> one, of his, one of his launching fucking roles, too. Like, cause John, or was it? John because Travolta, then John Travolta got all high and mighty and made Battlefield Earth. <laughs> so, I don't know, Quentin. Maybe, maybe, Dan, it's Daniel Day. How I know, can he not but, be? But let's go back to Johnny Fast, because... Because Jungle Book was amazing, and it's, now they're gonna remake it. And but it's, it's, but it's a remake. Yeah, Jungle Book. So let's. So Jungle Book is a live action movie. It stars a young Indian Joel boy. Joel Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> like a young Joel a Julian Larosa. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's a young kid, and he's like the only human being. Everything else is computer generated. But there, it's real stuff. Like they did go out. They did. They did go sit in a fucking river. I just river. want a new term for it. That's all. Because that's it's what's not weird. Is live that, that's the thing. Because all the animals in Jungle Book are motion capture. You right. had actual actors that would act out. They would play the thing. But it was all computer generated. Yeah. So it's just I just need a new term so, for it. That's all. I was so, just like a new term. Yeah. Oh, we'll get it. So, so, so Hollywood time again. Out, time get out, out. dude. <laughs> so time out. What Chris was saying is why why he's kind of weirded out by this because. Lion King isn't gonna have any real people. Exactly. So the whole movie's gonna be like, are you gonna go what out? What do you mean, you real gonna, people? Are you gonna, <laughs> <laughs> it's only gonna be computer so generated be animals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. if, if all the characters, every single character in Lion King is gonna be computer generated, and most of the backgrounds are gonna be green screen, there's gonna be a couple of props to work off of, yeah. but it's basically an entire CGI movie. That's what I'm so saying. So that can't really it's be live, live action. action movie. And they're just pegging it as live action. If so you're that doing the live action, well, besides that, pegging <laughs> it as live action, huh? A live action Lion King would be just like, Donald Glover, yeah, like, as Simba, like, hanging out. <laughs> oh, hey, guaranteed to be a killer movie. I don't give a oh, fuck. Yeah. Can you imagine, it's like Donald Glover? Cause they're bringing because they're bringing back fucking uh, Mufasa, like the actual guy, James Earl Jones. Like, James he's, Earl he's, Jones. He's gonna be Mufasa gonna again. Be awesome. Two, which, two which cast members because so you don't recast James. No, Earl. No, 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 he's still Darth Vader. No, they've like, actually still they've, Darth Vader. They've actually recorded James Earl Jones reading the whole dictionary because they know, <laughs> like, when he's dead, they still gotta be casting him, just like what they did with Chef. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> they took Chef in South Park and they yeah. like redid his voice to kill him off the show, but they they couldn't use a different Chef voice. Right. <laughs> Even if you could do James Earl Jones' voice, you you ain't James Earl Jones, <laughs> you right? Ain't, Sorry. Earl Jones. Have you seen Coming to America, motherfucker? <laughs> all right. That's all I gotta say. That's dude. He can if he can stand on that alone, Coming to America. Not he, only no, everything he, else. He plays the same guy in Coming to America that he does in Lion King. It's the same thing. The They're African from the same king, place, yeah. Who wants his son to take over? Yeah. It's the exact same guy. So I mean, I'm kind of same guy. They already did a live action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stoked because that means we're gonna get to hear. Um, Pretty much a Don Glover version of "I Can't Wait to Be King," so I think it'll be really Which cool. I don't oh, like that, stop, that song is super bratty, though. It is. That's why I'm I'm intrigued to see how it's they're gonna not going to change yeah, the song. He's, he's they gonna, can't he's, change I doubt it, but, but he might change how he sings it. Yeah. His he might make it charming. Yeah, exactly. Or he might make it like dark. And, All of I, y'all I don't know. already know I'm king. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the go. Like, here's the thing. Everybody, the... Donny G. <laughs> Everybody, Donny G. <laughs> Say Donny G. <laughs> Steve remembers the actual lights. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's great though? Okay, so uh, like the the best song of the movie is Scar Song, yeah. the villain song, 
And it's the villain. villain? No, Wait, the villain? It? Check your. You better check again. You rewatch that movie? <laughs> yeah, if, if you really think about it, because all he wanted to do was unite the hyenas and the lions, and all he promised to the hyenas was, "I'm gonna feed you, make sure you get fed and don't die." And they're all, "All right, we'll start." Fuck yeah! We'll start food. They literally started goose stomping like Nazis. There's a lot of Nazi imagery in that movie. <laughs> Because they said, what? Oh, we get to eat now. Not the oppressor Mufasa going to keep us from eating and keep us in a fucking elephant graveyard eating bone marrow. <laughs> like, you know, yep. so. And hyenas also, they, they don't eat, they don't kill live animals. They only eat the dead. So if anything. From their assholes. If anything. <laughs> you gotta hyenas, start somewhere. The hyenas are the good guys. Cause like, no, we don't want to kill things. We'll take the scraps. That's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure hyenas, uh, I just, it was on JRE, they said something about hyenas like eating you through your ass while you're still alive, like a bear or something. I can't remember exactly, don't quote me on that. Don't think that if you're like, oh no, I can hang out with hyenas because I'm not dead. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. First off, if hyenas... You're gonna die. It's not like the T-Rex can't see you if you stand still. That's, that's also fake. Hey, if hyenas eat ass, they good in my book. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because you're good in my jungle book, you you know what I mean? Because they're eating ass. I'm all about that. How dare you? Know you? I mean? They're the licking kings. The licking kings. That's the one. The one. But, but yeah, that be, like it's so great that like you, you got James Earl Jones, you got Donnie yep. G. But at the same time, it's like this movie, that, like the remake of it, like I don't, I don't get it. Does I it, don't get it either. Like, there's no reason for it to be remade, really. I, I like, it, it really feels just, like a money grab. Because you're just doing another animated like. movie. Yeah. And you're not even changing one of the voices. Watch, they're going to get fucking Jeremy Irons to do Scar again. <laughs> like, they're going to do... Like, yeah, they haven't. The only two they've released so far is uh, Mufasa and Simba. I get it. It's not for us, though. This movie isn't for us. It's for kids. I mean, that might... Yeah, that's That's a that's good point. Fair, yeah, get a new know? generation into it. I, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's um, a good point. That's you good know, because... Some people, some parents don't want to go back and let their kids watch. People forget about good movies. They like Lion King is a solid movie, man. I still like that movie. The songs are fucking great. We got Moana. Luckily, they have that now. We were watching that. Like we're we're so judgmental towards kids' movies. Like that movie sucked, and it's like you're an old man. <laughs> you, like, you're eating an apple. <laughs> Talking about villains. Kids don't know that shit. Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> now kids are gonna think that apples okay. mean they're bad kids. Quick little thing. So now villains come with apples, so kids aren't gonna eat fruit. Boom. You're quick actually sneak, doing the world. Quick sneak peek of an episode we're gonna do later on, a couple weeks from now, but. Lego Batman movie, best movie of the year so far. Yeah? Like, not even close. Oh, like, it's, it's killing it. Oh, it's yeah, so I'm good. Excited. <laughs> that's, supposed our, that's supposed to be a kid's movie. Is the Oscar episode next week? Uh, yeah, we're going to record it next week. Tuesday. No, Oscars is this Saturday. Okay, so, you so guys will here are the what, what movies does everybody need to watch so everybody can be on the same page? So... It's we already did our preview for the Oscars. I was just making sure that everybody knows which movies to yeah, watch. Let's do it again. You have to just uh, watch, watch the ones Arrival. That... Um, Arrival. Um, <laughs> rewatch Arrival for the third time <laughs> in case you didn't get it. And then tell people to watch Arrival. And if you get a chance, watch it with them. That's fun. Um, and then Fences. And then uh, what's it called? Hidden Figures. Yeah, Hidden Figures. What, what do they call it on Manchester uh, by the Sea? Awesome. Moonlight. Oh, alternate, Lion. alternative facts is what they called the movie yeah. on, on on his trailer. <laughs> Alternative facts. <laughs> uh, Lion. Yeah, Manchester by the Sea. Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hacksaw Ridge Hell yeah. or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Ugh. Lion, Ugh. Moonlight, and Manchester by the Sea. Those are the ones we all have to watch before fucking... Yeah, so that if you watch all those movies, then you'll have you'll be justified in bitching about why La La Land won. <laughs> like, that's bullshit because I totally saw... 
all the other movies were better. Like, it's that simple. <laughs> I'll, I'll quote George Washington when I say he preferred the sound of bullets whizzing past his head to poetry. And so that's why, that's my argument oh, for and why silence. Hacksaw Ridge is going to be better than La La Land. <laughs> because the George Washington outtake, bullets just sound better than them singing about <laughs> Hollywood handjobs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so those are the movies. Um, watch them, and then it, like when we're talking about the Oscars and everything, like you'll actually be able to follow along with this rather than be like, "What the fuck are these guys talking about?" I haven't seen this movie. I know I've listened to podcasts where I haven't watched the movie or maybe heard the music that they're talking about, and I feel kind of lost. So it would just help you as a listener. That's all I'm suggesting. Current news, current news. Donald Trump would say that's fake too. He met <laughs> with, he met with the president of Israel, and that guy is a fake. Fucking Jew. <laughs> fake Jew, fake news. Oh, <laughs> totally man. wrong. Totally I like when wrong. he's like, wrong. Ask, people were asking about like Israeli and Pakistani, like the, the fight between them, and they asked Donald Trump what he thought about it. He goes, You know, w- whatever the outcome that they decided on, I think it's going to be the best outcome. <laughs> it's going to be the totally best outcome. Whatever they say is going to be the best. I already know. He's like, that. It's like, you're you're pretty good at like dodging shit. Like, he's, <laughs> he's fucking. Oh man, if he doesn't like anything, he's like fake beard. That guy's wearing a fake beard right now. <laughs> fake beard. I can totally tell. <laughs> like, dude, I can't even fucking he's believe. He's like, he just he's bullshits his way out of all of it. But uh, what's our first current thing that recently happened that we're gonna talk about? I don't know you got who. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know who wrote the bill. I don't know the exact details on the situation, but. There is a bill going through Congress right now to bring marijuana off of the um, Schedule 1 drug list. And it's supposed to, and then they're saying that it's like the start of ending the drug war and all this. Let me see. It's going to be Schedule... It's the start of true freedom. (laughs) It's going to be Schedule Zero. Whoever gets caught with it gets annihilated immediately. (laughs) So it's a bill to amend... Smoke you out like you smoked all that reefer. (laughs) To amend... You and your own brace. (laughs) (laughs) To amend uh, the Controlled Substance Controlled Substance Act to provide for a new rule regarding the application of Act to marijuana for other purposes, and what they're trying to do essentially is to get the feds to stop regulating it and it to be state to state. Which there are problems with that because Arizona, you can get in trouble for having a gram, whereas in California, you can have up to an ounce. So that gets a little tricky. Cops but it like, is cops like I got more weed on me than you do, bro. <laughs> it is the first step to getting all these drugs legalized and actually getting um, medical with medical, getting everyone's going to move out of Arizona, to be <laughs> which is perfect. Now, here's a good thing because if they do that, let's say that <laughs> 49 states are like, you know what? Weed is legal. Then you got the one state's like, nah, it's evil. Don't have, don't have weed. It's like, all right, all the losers are gonna move there. <laughs> all the good people are gonna move out of it. Then we can just bomb the place. <laughs> oh, boom! Problem solved. Yeah, Problem yeah. solved. Next current. <laughs> so that's no, a great. Uh, that, no, no, it's, that's it's, awesome. It's a small one because. Was, it's a big ass bill. It was like seventy pages. I'm like, I'm not gonna read it. Uh, everybody's course. too high to read it. <laughs> no, I trust it. It's for me, bro. It's fine. I'll sign wherever you want me to sign. It says marijuana, not on Schedule 1. I'll sign it. Pretty but you didn't also see that it said, like, water gets more fluoride. Like, there's small print. <laughs> you don't read it, and you just sign the bill. Like, That's it's, the problem. It's offering, you, it's offering you something great, like marijuana, huh? 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 But don't, leave the, don't read the rest. Yeah. If you're of Mexican yeah. descent, you got to go back to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? 
<laughs> and then I got another one that I saw since we were talking about a Uber the last couple of times, right? About the high speed chase and whatnot. <laughs> is, wait, is, Car- is Carlos okay? <laughs> is Carlos taking off? Like apparently Uber doesn't pay out what they say they pay. They say oh, that they yeah. pay eighty percent on the dot, and they're actually paying from anywhere to sixty five percent to eighty percent. And for the majority of the time, it's not even. It doesn't get to eighty percent that their payout is. They get. They like to skirt the line between like seventy and seventy three. Hey, it's non conflict taxi drivers. You know what I mean? <laughs> non conflict taxis. That's why it, they're telling you eighty five percent, but they're cutting it down because you don't know. Just like because the metaphor last week I made about the that's cocaine. What I'm saying. It's the same thing. The drivers like, don't worry, I get. So you. Uber's is like a cocaine dealer, right? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So yeah. fuck Uber. Take it's a high speed chase. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck Uber, take a taxi. Because taxis, they have unions. They got shit that like it works for the taxi driver. Taxis are for drivers. Uber is for Uber, and they want to fuck you. So well, that, fuck Uber. Well, that's the thing that sucks, kind of sucks about working in, um, in a right-to-work state, specifically. Because you could be on the union for... I mean, you could join a union for your welding. You can actually join a union, and you get paid minimum. Like right. You have to pay into the union. But you have but to pay into paid, the union, yeah. You get paid then... minimum of, say, $80 per hour. But be since you're unionized, like it, it mainly it's so you don't get fucked. But yeah, at the exactly. same time, they can also they control, can also control shit. shit. So it's bad and good. It, it's, yeah, it's a good it, side I mean, of bad. It's a yin and a yang yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But you don't get you you don't get taken advantage of for your uh, your career, and you don't get taken advantage for your skills. Cause exactly. Right now, like we discussed, some you are being taken advantage, but it's family and all that. Right. Yeah. You don't need to talk about that. Deep, but yeah. still, mm-hmm. it's like. With this right to work state, they can hire you for whatever the fuck they want if you're not part of a union, and they can just say, "Sorry, you get paid yeah. what you get paid," because it's a right to work state. Yeah, let's not forget like the reason why we have like workman's comp and minimum wage and anything like basic kind of thing like against child labor. Basic laws human is because in of the workforce is because of unions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. child yeah. labor laws are killing this they, country. <laughs> <laughs> unions <laughs> can get too too big and cost oh, yeah, too much. Yeah, but, Ron Swanson yeah. quote right there. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dude, my favorite quote. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> Um, I got one. It's kind of silly, but I don't care. Check it out. What I just found out is that they're going to fucking remake Van Helsing. Oh, the the original. It's kind of disturbing to me. Is Kate, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is Are Kate they going to remake it with Kate? Kate? Yeah. No. Oh, it's oh, a hard man. reboot. Because, like, Ooh. this summer, of course, the Tom Cruise mummy. It's still weird that Tom Cruise is starring in a mummy movie. But the What's re- weird about that? <laughs> Have you seen him run? Like, dude, who yeah. hasn't? If you've seen a Tom Cruise movie, <laughs> you've true. seen him run. I'm just sick of his face. They, no, they need to remake Tom fucking, Cruise. No, no, they need to remake fucking Forrest Gump with Tom Cruise. That's all I'm saying. Like, that would make sense. Him running, he's retarded because he's a Scientologist. Like, you know what I mean? I want him to have sex and get AIDS I feel AIDS like you could do a time. Forrest Gump-esque movie with him, but it's not so much that he's, like, dumb, but he's just super robotic. Oh, so we can make it a, just a, it'll be a biography. Perfect. And it, turns <laughs> out, and it turns out that he's a fucking alien. Or as Adam would say at a biopic. Yeah, no, he's biopic, <laughs> biopic, like biopic Biopics, <laughs> biopic. But, um, We're gonna—they're gonna make a biopic about my presidency. <laughs> it's gonna be the greatest, the greatest movie ever. Movie. We're gonna call it greatest movie of all time <laughs> because whenever you talk about it, have you seen when Trump made <laughs> movies great again? We're gonna call it the greatest movie of all time because then people are gonna say, "Have you seen the greatest movie of all time?" <laughs> it's shit, and it's like, well, you just said it was the greatest movie. You're fake news. <laughs> <laughs> You're flip flopping. Flip flopping news. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, 
So with with the Tom Cruise Mummy movie, they're gonna restart all their universal classic monster movies. You know, they got the Mummy, the Wolfman, uh, Dracula, that's Frankenstein. A cl- not a classic, oh, but you know, redo that's Dracula? a touch on classics. They're, maybe not, they maybe, no, 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 they're not. That's not, not, I get, it's I get not it, that's I get Stephen King. I'm talking about the classic movie monster that Universal has all the rights to. They want to combine and make a shared universe similar to oh, what the MCU oh, and the DCEU are doing. They want that universe. Now, Van Helsing was a very early attempt. At them trying to do uh, take all these classic uh, characters and movie monsters, including Van Helsing, a character who was originally depicted as this really old guy. Let's put that all into one movie. We can combine it all, get all the fans together, and make it more of an action movie. But it was very like, uh, it was just kind of campy and like ridiculous and silly. Well, That's why I, you had it as one of your favorite it. movies. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it was one of my favorite movies. I said I do said really enjoyed it. I've, I love the movie because of its campiness hmm. and its silliness. Well, we have the clip right here of you saying <laughs> greatest <laughs> movie of all time. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> no, but I do. I, I do like the original, the first Van Helsing, the 2004 stupid movie that was a CGI mess. I think it's charming and it's silliness. Yeah, well, we talked before. About, that was well, like the Dracula because you said Dracula was your favorite. I, I loved Richard Roxburgh version of Dracula because yeah. he's so he's having so much fun being Dracula and I, th- I feel like it's infectious I also Kate Beckinsale with her ridiculous it seems like she has superpowers that are unexplained in the movie and then like Hugh Jackman is just great and everything is Hugh Jackman and uh, like I, I like I said I like that movie and like okay you're gonna redo it but you're not gonna have your Kate Beckinsale in it mm-hmm. you're not gonna have your Hugh Jackman you're not gonna have Richard Oxbro. and they're not gonna have the fun kind of bullshitty version of the movie no, but they're gonna, gonna be super they're trying serious. to do it dark that's what he wants to do. They're like the mummy movie is going to be kind of a dark feel. And they want to have, they're going to build up. They're actually going to do what DC comics didn't do, which is earn the shared movie. <laughs> so they're going to like Wolfman. You want to think the creature from the black Lagoon would be really cool. I think they might bring, do it actually. That would be really cool for them to bring back. Cause that's like one of the most classic uh, horror characters ever. And if they, and like, I can't remember like if they ever remade it. Nosferatu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Frankenstein is, is he a part of yeah, that yeah, too? Frankenstein yeah. Is, yeah Frankenstein is yeah Frankenstein Dracula so because these, re- these were original books that's what makes them because horror didn't come around until like the 1800s because the uh, Edgar Allan Poe and then you get these classic horror characters classic horror monsters because it's traced back to literature actually the Frankenstein's monster Frankenstein's monster um, that was written by a female writer I can't remember her fucking name Mary Shelley Mary Shelley, I think it's Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley, Shelley. But also, also, of course, you got like vampires and like werewolves. That goes back fucking, that's deep, deep lore. And so it's like, that's real old ass shit. But, uh, at, and like, so they're gonna make a Wolfman movie and a new dragon. They're gonna make like, Mary all these... Shelley fucking at which Mary Shelley wrote it. Um, you guys didn't know. I'll edit it. Maybe you should learn Mary Shelley, Get your get, no, bro. You should know, bro. <laughs> Here's the thing. So I'm like, I'm actually kind of like, aw. Because everyone's going to forget about the awesome Kate Beckinsale movie. <laughs> and I know they're not going to recast Kate because they're assholes. They, they, Kate needs to be in all the movies that they're remaking of hers. Kate <laughs> and Idris Elba is fucking listen, uh, Van Helsing. Listen, listen. I know that Underworld Blood Wars was a horrible piece of shit. <laughs> but guess what? She but it wasn't her fault. It was not her fault. <laughs> she didn't write it. She didn't, she write, didn't write it. it. She's just attached to her franchise. She was begged. Yeah. Begged. <laughs> you like the Robert Downey Jr. before her to be in this movie. But, uh, okay, so, I'll, but here's like the, the bad part of it. It's like, okay, well, it might be awesome, though. It could always every any movie could potentially be fucking awesome, yeah. especially if you're doing old school monsters. The idea of Van Helsing, this old guy who knows how to fight these monsters, that's a cool idea. It's good. that sounds like it'd be fun, but the writer that they got for this movie to write from fucking from absolute zero to make the whole movie 
His only actual writing credit is for Wrath of the Titans, Ooh. the sequel to the shitty remake of Clash of the Titans. Yeah. So it's like, mm. oh, this does not look Wait, good. Is it, Ooh, is it no um, bien. Is it James Cameron? No. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? James Cameron has made some classics, okay? <laughs> he has, he's Titanic. He's Titanic. Alien. No, everything before Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ridley Scott. He did, he did Aliens. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Aliens. Aliens. Still great. And Terminator 2. Two great sequels. <laughs> <laughs> man, it knows how to make a sequel. <laughs> hey, God damn it. And this is Avatar 2 to Van Helsing. <laughs> Avatar 2 is coming. <laughs> and it's all underwater, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you don't know if it's underwater or if you don't know about the whole thing? I don't thing? know if I like it. No, uh, I don't know if I like that's it. That's just him jerking himself out because he loves to go underwater and Wait, dive. Yeah, you exactly. already You already pushed the army away. Now you guys are going fishing? Like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I also had a 12 one, Angry Men, but on fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I had one more, because it's, it's, it's really timely right now. But I was, I was in the car the other day, and somebody the turned... The cop car? <laughs> 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 yeah, hey, and man, he, you seen Avatar 2? It's going to be underwater. And, and he turned on the radio. He turned on the radio, and you it was James like... James Cameron fan? Dude, they got Titanic playing at the, at the fucking... <laughs> it was some, like, bull, like NPR... I, I don't know if it was NPR. It was just, like... That kind of where it's like some lady talking like this and Smooth it's super jazz. boring and fucking like most women monotone. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. But she started talking about ageism in Hollywood. Age- oh, I heard about Basi- this. And I was like, what do you mean, like hashtag Oscar so young? Yeah. Basically, where it's like, how come? How come? Anytime like there's like a big movie, if there's an actor over sixty. They're always a super ancillary character, and they don't really matter. It's like because they're over sixty and retired. Yeah, <laughs> you don't matter. To, okay, yeah. you're old, Wait, and, and the you, earth belongs uh, to the young. Right? No, I'm that's sh- just a true <laughs> statement. No, hold on. I'm sick of my mental condition coming into question. How about Gran Torino? Boom. When you have a great actor or actress, that's, no, you that's, can that's what have saying it. That it's rare. And wasn't that there was that movie? It was like it was called like Kansas or. No, oh, Nebraska. 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 Yeah, yeah. I knew it was. It was like it was a state name. <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> it was all in black and white, and it was just all actors that were over sixty. But that's but their complaint is that how come it's not more common? There should be a lot of actors that are older. Well, thank Marlon Brando for fucking that up for and all you guys. We hired him on there. He got a midget. But, he got a hat on. But we the, can't have people over sixty because he, he was even insane by that age. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He was slowly going insane. Once you hit sixty, you're insane. insane. That's the thing though. It's like they were specifically saying like. 60 and over it's like the real argument is for a lot of like could be for a lot of actors that are like 40 plus yeah because a lot of act mostly actresses as soon as they reach like their mid-30s they stop getting these fucking they'll stop getting those parts you're not that's fucking a better anymore argument. Yeah, that is a way better <laughs> you can't fuck anymore Tuts, i'm telling you <laughs> we can have an old man fucking a young girl but we can't have you fucking a young man you know what i mean <laughs> Unless uh, your name's Juliana Moore or Betty White, because they, they just keep getting roles. Juliana Moore, what is that the what's what's the redhead's name from Wedding Crashers? J- Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour, holy shit, she can get it still. Helen Mirren can get it. Oh, Helen Mirren too. Damn it, that was one of my shotgun questions. Um, which celebrity over Answer, 60? she can get it. <laughs> what do you want to bring? We've done that one Trump, before. Donald Trump, just like I said, I fucked the president. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I said over 60. He's over 60. No, he, oh, he is. He's huh. like 79. He's 72. 72. 72. Shit, well, good With the you, ideas though. he has from 1972. <laughs> <laughs> no blacks, no Mexicans. All right, going on to the next current. NASA apparently has found an entire solar system of new habitable planets. Three for sure. They found seven planets. Three for sure they think have water and probably That's life. contradictory, Chris. They think mean? for sure. That's fair. 
It's they hard for it's sure. Hard. Maybe well, you can't, they for sure. You can't no, know anything like for sure. Everything at this point is only a theory because everything is being theorized. It's all part of the scientific method. They can't actually physically go there, go down to the fucking soil and be like, yep, there's water over here, guaranteed. Of course, everything right now is all theoretical. So theoretically, but, so, but there's actually, three habitable planets. It, have, you you not seen Interstellar? That. have you not seen Interstellar? <laughs> we, that was a documentary, right? <laughs> We've been to planets, motherfucker. Hey, We've been to the future. We've been to the future. Hey, we can travel. It's in a bookcase. The future's in a bookcase. <laughs> you should. You're the future. Stevie's the future. You know what I love about solar systems? I get older and they stay the same age. It's absolutely incorrect. <laughs> so incorrect. Oh right, oh right, oh right. But here I got some. Uh, so what you're saying is they're very confident that there's yes. seven planets. They might be inhabitable, but there's three in particular. That are showing a lot of good signs. Correct. Of they're in the Goldilocks system. being sister planets. It's Goldilocks to us. system. Yes. They're just right. That's what they call it. It's a yeah. gold. Then the Goldilocks uh, realm of like being away from the sun to where it's like what we are. We're in the Goldilocks system. Not, no, that's not really what it means. What it means, what, like Goldilocks, what they mean is it's just right compared <laughs> to our ours. planet. Okay, you're right. Our planet, like, because our life developed. Like this is like this is the perfect habitat for us. Because life adapted to this habitat, and they you know could be I mean? yeah, life could be life, different. We could we can breathe in, we breathe out oxygen and breathe in carbon dioxide on another planet. You know what I mean? So that's like the this whole planet, thing. this planet, like our planet, could be fucking you know, as far as like uh, fucking you know Mars or Jupiter is from the sun, life would just look differently. Yeah, that's 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 the, the okay. Whole, that's yeah, what yeah, the actual thing is. The, so what they're saying is like those plant by saying the gold those are Goldilocks planets or those us. are sister planets like those are the ones that are similar enough to our planet where our life evolved at to right. be adapted to those are close enough that we might be able to live there and it's because that's all we know as life is what we can judge upon our own planet so when we look at that the Goldilocks system is that if well there could there's a potential for life like us not intelligent yeah, life our forms, version but of our life. version yeah, of our like version any of type of organism or anything like that because finding life on another planet doesn't mean intelligent life it just means something that like, organisms. it could be giant squids that float around and spew it's fucking true. smoke out of their tentacles and speak that way you're right yeah sure. <laughs> watch arrival Stevie said it five times <laughs> hold on I got like nine little facts about it apparently it's uh, 40 light years away Three. Oh. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. So, okay, no, but it, like comparatively, 40? 40 light years. Light years. It's 160,000 years away. But that's not that far. That's Wally style. Like, once, that's once reachable. We, if so we, we can we, figure we, out the whole light speed thing, it's totally reachable. We decided to hire the Flash to figure out a way no, to get us no. to no, these the planets. Thing, if it's 40 light years, that means if we reach the speed of light, it Correct. would only take 40 years. Correct. But if we're like... Our regular speed takes 160,000 years? Correct. Let's just go for it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Put some eggs on a fucking rocket, make it crash Dude, the into the planet. Falcon did the Kessel run in less than 12 parts. <laughs> That's all it is. Right there. Boom. That's all you need. Contact Donald Glover. He's going to be in the new fucking Han Solo movie. If fucking Matthew McConaughey could bend space and time, we could... We could bend space and time. <laughs> Agreed. Um, three planets are in the right zone for liquid water. Mmm. Have measured, delicious, huh? <laughs> um, have measured but the masses <laughs> and the radiance of Earth-sized planets. So apparently it's all of them vegans. are Earth-sized. Oh, they're around Earth-sized? Okay. So, so gravity... Vegans, vegans so gravity say that Mercury's not good for you, but... Gravity would be similar. Like, even yeah. if, even if, even so if it was, so even if it was insignificantly 
bigger, gravity would be a lot stronger. Well, they don't know but how still they haven't been able to calculate how big the star that everything's rotating around yet. So they don't know like the gravity and everything. But the gravity is also compared to like to the planet, the, the planet. size of the planet. Yeah. Like because like Jupiter, for example, has intense, ridiculous. Yeah, gravity. the larger the planet, the more the more gravitational pull it has going down. Like. I mean, look at Jupiter, the biggest fucking planet. It's why you always happen to bump into the fattest person <laughs> that, on the subway. Because you're just bold. Because they're, because they're, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, you have your own gravitational So they pull. can look, apparently they can see, and they're looking at atmosphere and biosignatures right now. It's through, all being taken by uh, uh, Kepler. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just taking light. photos. Yeah, it's just Which it's is all through light. Real, it's all through light. That's how we can measure the, space, uh, the, the age of, of the universe, is through yeah. light. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to remind everyone, obviously... We don't know shit. We're not. We nope. don't, we've never studied any of this stuff. Nope. We're just a couple of assholes commenting on it, yep. and we we're not gonna sit here and pretend like we do know shit. So we're the Trumps of yeah. NASA. Like we're like if, we're if just you, trying to like this is our version of interpreting it. So even yeah. if we're if, if we're wrong, which we probably are, wrong, give us a break. wrong, we're acknowledging totally wrong. wrong. No, these are these we're, are pretty. We're, no, we're most likely interpreting it the wrong way. Um, <laughs> the planets are close to each other. You would be able to see them like you can see the moon. And they're all Earth-sized planets. So you'd look Whoa. up instead of seeing the moon, you'd see fucking Earth two, Earth Kevin! three, Earth four. Kevin! <laughs> um, then the three Earths would go at war with each other. No, and you when you want to get away from the fucking significant other, the bitch that wants you to do dishes, just go over to the other Earth, jump over there for a minute, have a beer with your boys, come back, beat her, and then move to the other <laughs> planet. Because I'm pretty sure they're in the wrong. Fo- what is it when you're in the wrong? Uh, Area? Oh, classified. No, 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 jurisdiction. Oh. No, the wrong jurisdiction. You can murder someone on Earth 1, You're go to Earth you. 2. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the wrong jurisdiction. <laughs> Bitch, you on the wrong planet right now. So that's all we can really say on it. If you do want to know more about planets and shit, Joe Rogan just came out with a podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's Fuck fucking you. epic. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah just, another one. It's just got released. No way. Yeah, it's fucking epic. What? Dude, the whole time I'm just like, wait, third or like, fourth? This is the third. Yeah, or fourth? and I already listened to it twice because there's just so much information. Did it come like, out today? Yeah, it came out today. Dude, yeah. that's well, that, last night. But. Uh, he had Alex Jones on. He goes, okay, now we're gonna have. <laughs> Gotta have Tyson on there. Yeah. Let's, let's establish some credibility. Tyson's like, Seriously. we've landed, on the, like we've landed on the moon, bitch. That's what Tyson said. <laughs> he pretty <laughs> much did. Talk about interdimensional child molesters and psychic vampires. Okay, we did that. <laughs> now let's go to fucking the most charismatic, like, well-spoken, fucking really poetic and compassionate fucking scientific mind we have right astrophysicist now. Is, yeah, yeah. and he's coming out with a book uh, the book's like astrophysics for Jeez, dummies what? or something like that yeah, and it's only 300 this. pages or so it's epic as fuck and his like first line is um, the universe isn't supposed to make sense to you or something like that Like, and it, yeah. and it doesn't give a fuck if it does yeah exactly like and what's funny is the last time he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on they talked about the fake moon landing and they, Joe Rogan was showing him the footage and then he was talking to Joe about it like no he was explaining what's happening right there because if you don't know it's like chemtrail thing or like anything if you don't know about it it's easy to manipulate someone's mind it's like the bible only being written in latin because you can tell someone it's like aliens coming down and saying well no i know the answer to god but it's written in my language so i'll tell you instead of tell, showing instead you of, how yeah, to read it instead of, yeah, instead of teaching you how to interpret it yourself teaching you the ways of figuring something out i'm just going to tell you all this all everything Mm. Because just trust me, <laughs> I trust me. I'm super honest. Yeah, and you can highlight things that you want to highlight, and not things that you don't want to. But I love that they just talked about the moon landing the last time he was on, and then he just had Alex Jones on, and now he brings Neil on yeah. right after the whole because they talked. I about feel the like moon Neil landing. probably called him like, well, "Come on, listen, <laughs> you know I gotta come on." No, I, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Dak, a couple of weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. 
a couple weeks ago, she uh, she's been looking for a new job because um, her and Adney and I are moving out to a new place. She's like, okay, I wanna I wanna get a nicer job. She took a year off of school, and she's gonna make enough money to where she can split the rent. She wanted to pay more money for rent. Yeah, which is fucking nice. That's she was like, no, I'm gonna take a year off school to get more money. Oh, so you want a medal so for being contribute. a decent human being? Oh wow! <laughs> Once again, for just huh? taking care of yeah. your responsibilities, <laughs> just like a woman, <laughs> she doesn't have to pay her fucking portion. But that if she did, oh, it's a huge favor to you. Oh, of course. You are so lucky that I paid my part. You are so lucky. <laughs> well, you're preaching to the choir right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's great not having someone live with me that just lives for free. You know what I mean? Because like, we've had that. <laughs> she took us to court. Um, but <laughs> 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 oh. so got got. By the way, the, uh, that it's it's uh, the restraining order is over in May. Nice. nice. Celebrate. Nice. Let's yeah. go get another one. So I gotta no, I'm gonna go to court and I'm gonna get one against her. <laughs> five years, bitch. <laughs> and I actually got enough evidence to make it last. Matter of fact, you gotta move to Wisconsin. <laughs> West, Wisconsin. 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 Yo, West. You said Wisconsin. <laughs> it's a new place. So it's totally made up. It's, it's totally the, me. It's the left side of Wisconsin. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite state. All right. It's in the middle of Maine and. Texas. <laughs> Tri- Texas. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maine. Maine's right here. Listen, I just. I just got given the information. I am the president. I'm not a geographer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know geology or rocks or states. <laughs> I don't think states. So. uh so Dak is looking for a new job, right? And this dude from the Sprint kiosk, he's like, "Hey, you. You know, like in the mall." Yeah, she comes up because she works. She works in the mall. <laughs> Men are talking. <laughs> um, dude basically comes up to her and he's like, "She's getting. She wants to get a job at a bank as a bank teller." I'm like, "You're fucking hot enough. You could do a good job doing that." And the dude's like, "You don't want to do that. You, I've I've worked for banks. Okay, you don't want to. You want to come work for me at the Sprint kiosk." And he's like, "He's all." <laughs> His, his name his name You don't want to work at a bank as a teller. You want a steady job at a kiosk. <laughs> That's not even a joke. His name, I will say it cuz I don't give a Nebraska or no Nevada. <laughs> no, Nevada uh, Carl. Nevada, Nevada Carl, Carl is his name. What a what an that's asshole! That's a cowboy name, Mom. I'm from I'm Nevada. That's Carl. A, that's his. He gave himself that name. That's not what's that's on his driver's license. Oh, he name. typed his name into the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> You're white, right? All right, Nevada Carl. That's your name. <laughs> <laughs> that was like an insult to him. Yeah. He's like, oh, they accepted me. <laughs> no, 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 they did not. <laughs> Sorry, they saw your punk ass is working. At they the said sta- they said state plus what you look like. Your name would be <laughs> Carl. You look like a rapist named Carl. <laughs> yeah. So. uh she she told me about this guy. Oh, this guy fucking. I, I was like, babe, do you really want to work? At she's like, I don't want to work at that fucking mall at all. Fuck this dude. Months like a month later, no, she a couple, weeks. a couple weeks later. Yeah. Then she fucking tells me, babe, I just saw this post on fucking line. Same dude. She's like, I recognize his name immediately. Same guy. Just went to jail for battery and kidnap. Oh what? Yeah, dude. What? Talk about dodging bullets. Never trust a motherfucker named Carl or or anything that works at a kiosk. Get the fuck out of here. If he's white and works at Sprint, move the fuck on. If he's if he works at a kiosk, you know that motherfucker is not stable. Like, uh-huh. you, like you walk away from that job in thirty minutes, thirty seconds or less, like heat. So you know that he can drop. If he can, he can, if, he, if he's got the kind of job that he can drop in thirty seconds or less, then he's ready to murder. Yeah. 
Because he will, he will murder you and get, he's gonna. Wait, that's Ad, such a made up name. He's, he's gonna move out of town and I, he's gonna move to fucking Oregon and be like, what's, what's no, your name is Washington Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, and I mean, wait, there's two, there's two sides to that coin. Okay, first off. <laughs> um, no, that was the worst impression. <laughs> I can't do it. Hua! <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got. No, De Niro says it. I know. I know. <laughs> I, that was my first one was De Niro, and the second one, I tried Al Pacino. <laughs> Couldn't tell. Oh, there's two sides to that coin. <laughs> two sides. I'm not going to try it because I'm horrible at it. That was a decent. <laughs> that was a decent De Niro. That was not. Nah, that was. He's been nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't trust kiosk motherfuckers because <laughs> Tack almost just. You almost got kidnapped and murdered. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't your roommate. <laughs> More importantly, though, like don't like if, if if you're a woman and you're like. Thinking of a job to get, don't listen to any guy who tries to talk to you like he knows what he's talking about. Oh, this is what you want to do. If he says, oh, your idea is dumb, listen to my idea, that guy's a douchebag. Even if he's not going to murder you, he's a fucking... He's definitely going to rape you. He's just a fucking misogynistic piece of shit. Yeah, so he has a piece of shit name. But since I figured it was a perfect segue, speaking of abuse and um, him bad, you know, beating someone, sometimes, sometimes abuse is not a bad thing. <laughs> because sometimes she asks Said for it. Milo sometimes, sometimes, sometimes she asks she's asking for Where's it. The, Literally, yeah. sometimes she asks for it. And that we talked on it last week, BDSM. Sometimes she is asking for it. And it's like, cops, listen, she asked me to hit her. She was asking for it. I didn't want to do it, but she was asking for it. You know what I'm saying? She was asking for it. And she's she, like, yeah, I asked him to hit me. You know, so that's like that's the neighbors thing. are the ones who called the cops. I'm fine. We're having fun because I have a gimp mask. On. <laughs> we are fun. If you remember, We're doing pup play right now. Uh, can you get the fuck out of here? Now, if you remember last week's episode, or maybe you didn't listen to it at all. I don't know. Whatever. But, uh, uh, me and Stevie told uh, some sex stories about uh, the girls that were banging at the moment. Watch yourself, Stop. Dak. <laughs> Decided to mess around and do some fun stuff, and the girl I'm uh, I'm currently dating wanted to do a little bit of light bondage, and we had a lot of fun with both tie downs and with sex tape, all that kind of stuff. And it was really coincidental because the same time I want to tell those stories, a longtime fan of ours who's deep into BDSM was like, "Here, she's super deep. I'm gonna show you some pictures of like just us kind of fooling around, and like I'm actually gonna send you guys some stories of some real deal." BDSM like real, the real deal, holy legitimate field. shit like ours was super light introductory You're bondage light bondage yeah it's not like, the same it's, it's <laughs> like, two separate like, categories bars, and then there's hardcore bondage and then there's some other levels and then you get to BDSM <laughs> it gets fucking crazy intense a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about BDSM from TV mostly Fifty Shades of Grey and so we're gonna read these stories we have two different stories from two different people two different fans and we're gonna read them to you now so you guys can get a real glimpse of what this shit is like but first off, I wrote a song to segue into this topic, and the song I wrote is called "Segways Aren't Supposed to Be Mentioned." Well, bro. whatever. <laughs> that's supposed mention. to be after the introduction. <laughs> I just did. Well, you you should have just went you into were, the song. I didn't. I mean, my bad. And he took over. First podcast host award for 2017 <laughs> early award goes to. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell. You. They forgot. love me. They really Dude, love me. We forgot to do this, but the best joke of last year that we in our entire podcast. Was Stevie's fucking muffin joke that was an inside joke on top of an inside joke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when we were at the courthouse. <laughs> About the muffin. Uh, we'll get to that some other time. But it was fucking amazing. Um, so I wrote a new song uh, considering the uh, topic of discussion. This song is called Domestic Violence. <laughs> <laughs> get it? <laughs> Play on words, bro. <laughs> mm. 
locate Please have a seat Your friends and family are all here for you Let's get one thing straight In here you're safe Just want to know why You're all battered and bruised We've noticed it Your busted lip The scarves can't hide The black and blue Have you been hit By that piece of shit Come on Kate We want to hear the truth He only hits me cause I ask him to My pussy leaks when I get subdued I treat his cock, I treat his cock like a plate of food And I'm a 1940s Polish Jew I make him talk Make him tie my limbs onto his bed I chew my panties after I pissed and bled I can't get wet unless I see bloodshed Mommy, I'm sorry, but I was born redhead Okay, my child, we don't want to hear anymore. Judging by the bile, that's all your father can endure. Your grandmother is seizuring on the tile floor. Well, I'm sorry, Mom, but there's so much more in store. I play Dr. Shits and insert my fist to check on his prostate. And when I pay, he calls me Greg as we play black prison cellmates. I call him dad as I demand, in my mouth he defecates. Sometimes I'm gagged or plastic bags, but hey, you asked for it straight. can't wait until you're able to actually like go it's through the whole thing. Just made it up. I made it up literally. I, I finished writing when Chris wrote in and I was like, I don't even have like a guitar minutes, for like it. Before? No, like right like, when like, Chris right walked before, in, right? I was like, right when Chris walked in, I finished it and I was like, I don't have a guitar for it. And I was like, I was like, all right, I'll try it. So yeah, it's up. So last week we touched on uh, two stories. So we're going to read them. Um, they're from one person's a long time listener. Like we said, uh, Veronica, a good friend of ours. Now, the other story, the reason that I kind of wanted to get into this topic, and when I posted something about BDSM online, because I was talking about Fifty Shades of Gay, and I had... That's homophobic. <laughs> Alcoholic ass is not... <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone homophobia. So, the reason that I even wanted to bring this story up, because a friend of mine, I had no idea, was into this crazy shit... He wrote me and he was like, the first thing he did is just sent me a video. Because he posted in a comment section, Levi put, I just made a video of me drowning my girlfriend. And I was like, wait, what? I didn't understand what the fuck he meant by it. I had no idea. Um, so then he sends me this nine minute, nine second video, which I haven't showed you guys yet. So I'm going to show you guys now. Uh, this is, uh, I might as well just leave this conversation. No, no, no. Because this is, this is crazy shit. Yeah, I'm not interested. Neither am I. I'm not, I'm, At I'm, all. I'm not into that dark of stuff. But that's why we're talking about it. Because the whole thing is, people think BDSM is like Fifty Shades of Grey. And the idea is we're showing you that, no, well, you don't. Okay, my takeaway from this is kind of hot. Like, she's kind of hot. Not the drowning part, but her? like <laughs> she, she has a tattoo on her stomach that says masochist. I don't like, I don't think that's, I think it's kind of like cheesy. But, I mean, tattoos are hot. He's, he's hot, hot too. The he's hella buff like, and he's a, he's a, he's a uh, mixed martial arts fighter. This doesn't make any sense. It's like in the sink. How is this even sexual? 
Like I don't understand how it's, like it's, they're it's, not it, even they're not naked. They're in Chris, lingerie. They're not even having sex. No, no, this is what we're gonna I, I get okay, into yeah, no, because no. I don't get it. So you guys, you're either yeah, gonna don't, persuade don't correct, me. Don't tell yeah. him he's wrong for my that. Bad, no, my bad. <clears throat> just like they're not wrong for being into it. He's not wrong for not being into it. It just doesn't so seem like it's very sexual. It's good. It's good to have these different. Yeah, she's cute. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah, she's. It's up. good to have those different perceptions so because is he. He's a guy. Yeah, you want to bang him? Sexy man. <laughs> he's a straight edge guy. I think. Gay. I think no. Stevie wants to get choked. No, by him. I, I love Levi. He's he's fucking awesome, dude. So this is a perfect realm because you're not into any of that, and we're like we said into the medium aspect of it, like light, light heart, light hearted, like light play. And that's the serious, that's when it gets serious. Like that, in the book that I suggested last week, Cuban and Bondards, is one with the uh, kickboxer, uh, Rat James White, who's legitimately into the fucking darkest form of BDSM, leather, all that shit, uh, gags, holding people up, rope work. And we have a friend that's into it too, which we got the picture of last week. So we just want to give you the whole like round, which is perfect because you are not into it. The whole round of like, from the, somebody who doesn't right. think that's sexually attractive or anything, to somebody who is only turned on by this. But now what females think, the, the whole thing is, is females think they're into aggression because of that movie, because of the said book. So that was why I kind of wanted to bring this topic up because they think that a little bit of choking, a little bit of ass smacking is BDSM. They think it's like, oh, I'm into some slave, like you're my slave to Dom. And oh, they, I'm know, dark. I'm a sadist and stuff, <laughs> which I make jokes about, you know, we make jokes about me saying that. But still, um, it's, yeah. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. <laughs> uh, What's it called? That because I the whole thing is I saw somebody post a thing about going to see the that movie on Valentine's Day or before Valentine's Day, and she was just like, "Oh my god, it's so fucking hot! Like it's, it makes me makes me feel like kinky." And I I posted literally saying, "You're not kink. Like that's that's not a kink. That's fucked up of you to say that." <laughs> no, I didn't post another thing. No, I posted my own status. Remember Her the status that I posted? Might be just yeah, it's know, different. Yeah. A little bit of you know. But, but we don't need these girls no, going into no, a no. fucking going to San Francisco, going to a BDSM party, or like a uh, that would be I mean, that's fucking, fucking hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All these fucking put middle... a GoPro on the bitch. And, like, let's see what All these I need, I need two. I need one that I can see what she's seeing, and then the other one that's pointed directly at my face. A guy who brought her there <laughs> side by side. Yeah. <laughs> Google glasses. <laughs> but like that's why I wanted to bring it up is because of the fact that. These middle-aged housewives that think that oh this is kinky, this the ass fucking you, baby you boomers. can call it kinky all you want but you don't don't think that you're in this realm of like oh you like it Aggre I thought I was like man I like aggression and then I met Dak and I'm like I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that I don't feel safe that's, doing that's the that though, like, aggression aggression isn't the same as all that shit like yeah. that's not that's another level aggression is just like the biting and like the you make the first move and like that is aggression that counts as aggression this shit is murder yeah in his own way yeah that's right but you can't get away with it unless you're in california <laughs> california carl is what they should have called him <laughs> but uh the stories where are they? yeah i have the stories right there but chris the, wants to read them Okay. I do because then it'll allow you two to rift. Whereas if me and Annie listen, oh, no, I'm gonna be listening the whole time. I just <laughs> jerking under the table. I, I don't find it attractive at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll I'll show you this this first part. So it said um, the That's drowning fine. scene lasted an hour and a half from the tub to the sink, and every time. Um, no, from, I, they went to the tub first and yeah. then the sink. Every time I pull her out, like that's a hassle. Every, <laughs> I definitely would have went the opposite way. Every time I pull her out. First off, this is a picture of them covered in blood. Yeah. The real blood. And it says every <laughs> every time 
Every time some I lines over here. Every time I pull her out, her girlfriend would fuck her mouth with a strap on. That was what he told me. And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this on the podcast. He goes, dude, just let me know when you guys upload. I want to hear. <laughs> I was like, my boy, fuck yeah, dude. Listen that is up. so weird. I do not get the whole like choking on a dildo at all. It does nothing for me. Yeah, it's not my dick. Yeah, <laughs> or even a real dick. <laughs> oh, so this is dick. the story. So this is this is Levi's story about okay. him and his girlfriend and that the video that he sent me, the drowning video. I have not read it yet. Let's just say I told them both, her, him, and Ronica. That's crazy. But surprisingly, that they do not know, I wanted to read it and hear it for the first time when we did the episode. So I chose not to read it. All right. We start the scene with me topping Izzy, Mariah's girlfriend, with a knife. What does he mean by topping? We start the scene with me topping. Maybe jumping Izzy on top of her. He's a big dude, a so I mean. Okay. Uh, I, first, I was thinking like he was slapping her with the knife with like the, the dull end. <laughs> <laughs> I do that in the kitchen to all my employees. So that's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. You pretend like you cut him with the fucking back you of the yeah, it's, Dude, that's a real kitchen thing. Like you you always like pretend like you cut him. Mm, right, yeah. It's something. Yeah, I get and it. they take you to HR and then you don't get <laughs> But it's fine. Um, I, for, I forced her to serve me. Google topping. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's. It just shows like IHOP. <laughs> it's like, what do you want? Berries, <laughs> whipped cream. <laughs> For just twenty four dollars, you can have ultimate pancakes. <laughs> Blood included. Blood included. Uh, <laughs> Drown your pancakes in blueberry sauce. <laughs> I forced her to serve me while Mariah watched, hands in her lap, on the couch in front of us. After some light breath play with Izzy, I told Mariah to go draw a bath while we played. Izzy and I did some more breath play and then headed upstairs where Mariah... This motherfucker, we need some fucking... Like, yeah, there's some terms thing. in here I just don't really... I don't know. Yeah, this Levi. Jack has all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> we need a Jack check. But, Sexual uh, fetish. Levi, next time, like, pretend like you're talking to a bunch of babies. <laughs> oh, we got breath play. We're babies with our fucking baby lines. <laughs> teach us. What's we're, funny... We're coming to you to, for, to learn. <laughs> Dude, what's funny is I just... I, I made this up in my song. I was like, oh, sometimes it's the gag, sometimes it's the plastic bag. I, I just made that up. That's what breath play is. Okay. I'm not even the, joking. The, the gags or the plastic bags? Plastic bags. Mm. Type of breathe play, a, a breathing play or breathe play often involves losing oxygen, sometimes up to the point of passing out during sex. So him and Izzy are finding ways to suffocate each other, whether it be whatever. We used to do that when we were kids. You know, you push your friend up against the wall and you choke him out and he's like, <laughs> you know, and then you get all high and you, like, you, you choke him back. Yeah. That's what you do. But when there's sex involved, you're like, damn, have you ever tried to fuck your friend after you did that? <laughs> oh, that's geez. breath play. Um, okay. So, so he's topping her with a knife. Okay, let's say, you're topping. Let's do okay. the topping. Okay, yeah, hold that's on. what he says. We start the scene hold with on. me topping, topping Izzy. Topping with I think he was knife. just being dominant, like yeah, scaring her. Yeah, that's what her. I feel like. Okay, like I'm gonna definite. fucking do things with this knife. Or like, do the joker. You like this knife. Wait, wait, wait. Topping, like topping definition. <laughs> topping definition. A layer of food poured or spread over <laughs> a base of different types of food to add flavor. So he was, he was, so, he was cutting his flesh and topping her off with it. <laughs> so he could lick it? <laughs> so she could lick Urban it. Dictionary. Oh, there we go. Wait, Urban Dictionary. A type of food that... No, I'm, just, I'm just joking. Uh, to sexually dominate someone, specifically okay. a submissive partner. Oh, so he's pretending like he's going to kill her with a knife. Or, speaking harshly or causing physical pain. Okay, so he's intimidating her with a knife. He's doing the Joker. Basically, that's what the real scene yeah. is. Is he's asking? Do you how want to know how you're about to get these scars? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. And then they decide to. She starts choking him with like a plastic bag, 
and then he put the plastic over her, so it was double plastic Stop. bags. Stop, I'm getting aroused. <laughs> they went under double the sink. plastic. Because you know how Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Two bags. <laughs> <laughs> you know how under the sink you always have like a shit ton of Walmart? Yeah. <laughs> they just open that shit up and like, oh, let's fill up the sink while we're here. I'm going to drown that bitch later on. So let's fill up the sink now and look at these bags. Oh, and then man. they started You into soap play? <laughs> <laughs> so I watched out your filthy fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So Izzy and I did some more breath play and then headed upstairs where Mariah was on her knees in the full tub waiting. We started in the tub, and every time I let Mariah up, Izzy would fuck her face with a strap on. So we alternated drowning her and gagging her. Hold on, let me Google. <laughs> wait, let me Google. Okay, now, your turn. <laughs> now you go. Hey, now I go. You're, you're hogging it. <laughs> you're, you're hogging it. Hogging. Let me let me Google the definition. Where's his dick right now? Still in his pants? Apparently. Let me Google the definition. It just says we started in the tub, and every time I let Mariah up, Izzy would fuck her in the face with a strap on. Hold on, let me Google strap on. I don't know that means <laughs> uh, so we alternated drowning her and gagging her we did it for about 30 minutes then let her think she was done gave her a towel and told her to meet in the kitchen area downstairs for tea what? This is the fucking most blatant ruse ever. <laughs> we let her to believe it was done. She, she, she knew. Because we're going down for tea. Uh, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. She's like, so I didn't even orgasm yet. This is over? Like this? Yeah. Don't worry. It's totally I'm downstairs for tea. <laughs> it was oh. Colonel Mustard in the kitchen with some tea. <laughs> oh, man. When she got in the kitchen, we had filled the sink too, and we continued drowning her. I told you, you her. The I we told you it was a fucking ruse. A ruse. A ruse. We've seen future. I see through your cunning ruse. <laughs> we continued drowning her in the sink and face fucking her till she almost puked. Then she started fighting me and crying, so I choked her unconscious. <gasps> That's what you do when women start crying. Oh, sorry, we're good. That's what you do when women start crying. You choke them unconscious. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Zach, will you get a towel? Clean up yeah. towel? Um, and then will you beer me? Okay. Give me your mouth. <laughs> okay, okay, okay hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> then she started fighting me and crying, so I choked her unconscious, slapped her awake on the kitchen floor, spit all over her face, and rubbed it all over while both Izzy and I talked shit. I yanked her up by her hair and continued to drown her until like, what kind she of, what kind of sh I want to know what kind of shit talking. Do you like do something like vague like oh you're a piece of shit or do you go like personal like your fucking blueberry pies are the worst <laughs> wait hold on <laughs> bitch you don't know how to clean your own underwear <laughs> I love that we're talking about like dominating someone and then Chris is like go get a towel and give me a beer <laughs> <laughs> holy shit dude reading that's really changed you <laughs> Nah, he asked oh, me. He asked. She funny. asked for it. And then he, she asked if <laughs> I want a beer. And then he just says, uh, <laughs> there's the that. whole thing, so you kind of understand it all. So that's the whole thing. Apparently, that was about over two hours or so. So that's, that's there's the story. Solid. <laughs> He's just yelling, I don't like going to your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> your in-laws suck. <laughs> I fucking hate your nephews. <laughs> <laughs> your little sister's so fucking hot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, not for me, dude. The whole, like, not for me. I would get exhausted. 
They like, would get exhausted. I'm not gonna drown you unless You'd I want you to die. You'd be the one getting drowned, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, if I want to go through all that effort, you need to die. Yeah. And uh, well, my grip's just so strong. I might accidentally choke it's you. All, on it's, all about, it's all about consistent pressure. <laughs> consistent pressure. Exactly. Oh no, she's turning purple. My bad. She's dead. If I'm gonna drown a girl with her fucking head in the sink, I'm at least gonna slip my dick inside her. Yeah. And if I, I'm drowning a girl in the sink, it's because she didn't do the dishes. <laughs> like, like that. Oh, you letting them soak her? Look at this. <laughs> Here, you, now guess who gets the soap? <laughs> <laughs> so that's our first story. That was fun. It's pretty money. Pretty money. I mean, money if you're into that type of thing. Uh, <laughs> but, but by any means, I mean, I if it's consensual and all that, like, by all means, get it. Like, I, if I she I don't asks you any... to drown her in the sink, then get at it, playboy. That's fine. You can do that. You're allowed to Like, do as that. long as you guys have set up these boundaries, but then I don't... You there's need nothing it wrong in writing. Like, not only did they set up, like, this is what we're into, and they've been doing this for a long time, but this is what they're into. She has the tattoos, yeah. and she invited her friend to come help. Yeah. Like... And by all means, have at it. Fuck, Levi, you're a big, you're a big guy. He's he's big and buff. Covering tattoos. Get it in writing next time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, I don't need my boy going to and, fucking jail. And can we actually get like some actual penetration? Cause like, did your dick? Dude, no, her mouth got penetrated by the dildo, dude. Did <laughs> yeah, you not? Yeah, dude, did you not yeah. listen to the story you read? <laughs> hey, Levi, I said no, his dick. Here's the thing, Levi. Do us a favor and send us another story after you yeah. listen to this. Another story. Where there's a little more penetration for Chris. Yeah, I need and penetration. Like, and like also... A little more blood for Stevie. Also, <laughs> also, if you got any more of these fucking terms, please explain them to me. Please. I don't, I don't know this shit. I'm a child. <laughs> please, We're Levi. We're babies yeah. in this world. Remember that. Yeah, like, We sure. need the information. Man. Baby life, you live. <laughs> yeah, Levi, please. Send us... We want to know terms. We want to know terminology because like... We don't know shit. Even Veronica. Pretend like you're teaching a class. <laughs> we will teach that class with your knowledge. Step one, plastic bag. <laughs> Step two, you get sink. Get uh, local Walmart. <laughs> Step two, sink. Get any local house you broke into. <laughs> Step three, abandoned female. <laughs> get no writing. father. Um, so this is the next story from uh, Veronica. She's in the scene. Actually, when, when Levi and his girl went down for uh, like play down in San Francisco to this like BDSM thing. Yeah, it's a little longer. <laughs> Kill time. A little Kill longer, time. It's bro. gonna be fun. We don't. <laughs> this one's gonna be way more intense. I can already tell. It's like all of a sudden she's a beautiful writer. And like, <laughs> like she gives details about the room, everything they're in. She actually apologized. She's like, my writing's not that great, but it's gonna be like last week when you heard my story and I was explaining trash cans, but Adney was explaining some good shit. It's the same thing. It's like we, we saved Veronica's for last because it went on. But let me just say, I, I talked to Levi about. It. I'm like, well, Veronica, she's into that, and he goes. Me and my girl just went down there and hung out with her at a thing in San Francisco, like a play party and stuff. So I was like, oh, well, sweet. That works perfect because they're friends. They're friends of mine. They're friends of ours. Uh, Chris knows them. I don't think you now just they're friends of the podcast. Now they're friends of the podcast. So it's it's and our, great. There are 14 listeners. And they're willing because they tuned out because they got hot and they got to go finger themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Drowning? Ooh, yeah. Get it. By the way, if you got hot listening to these stories, please let us know because we want to know. Like <laughs> Please let us know because we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know who's this working for. <laughs> All right, we ready? have one email <laughs> already. <laughs> it's not even live. How the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's from Dak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Go ahead, Chris. Last summer, my dom and friend Anne hit me up and asked if I would be interested in shooting with them for a BDSM zine they were putting together. I imagine it's some sort of video, wait, okay, so wait, some wait, sort wait, of collection. Wait, 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 hold on. Two people. Two people. So it's the Dom and then her friend named Anne. Correct. Okay. Zine, I met, not the same person. Zine? What is it? Zine? Is it 
Zine. 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 Magazine. Zine. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Hey, let me read it. Sure, so, so instead of typing Zine. out magazine, she puts, I'm already mad at you. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Uh, hey, terminology. Just ask for him. I'm giving him to you. I messaged my submissive, we'll call him Doggy, to see how he, he would, would feel about doing a scene in front of the camera with me. Now, granted, him and I only had played once, but I knew I got in his head and had him wrapped around my fingers. So naturally, he nice. would do whatever I asked of him. Nice. She's the slave. BDSM has... No, 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 she's the slave on her. She's the slaver. BDSM <laughs> has that effect on people when you take the time to do it right. Anyone can have rough sex, but that doesn't make you a dom. Ooh, what an artist. Oh, dude, she's like, spin it. She's like the Picasso of sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't that be... Go a little more... Maybe. Classic. Frost! That's a Robert poet. Frost? That's a poem. Yeah, I know. She's, this is poetry. I'm reading prose. I was, I was talking about more of a... We were talking about classic <laughs> she's, artists. She's, right? a, she's, oh. a, she's a prose dom. He's a prose submissive. <laughs> Which means they don't follow the rules at all. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. There's no rhyme, or, <laughs> no rhyme or reason. Like they, using, they just fuck. That's it. Like they're using doggy bags. <laughs> <laughs> Leftover food snacks. That would be a good thing to choke somebody with a doggy bag. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> she said that she writing. She didn't think she wrote it. Like, this is great. So here we are walking up to the house. I'm in a summer dress and spiky stilettos taking Hot. long, confident strides Hot. with my bag of toys swinging at my hip. <laughs> a cane this is fucking poking good. out of the top. A cane poking out of the top. This is good. It's like a baguette's full of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like You're like a fucking sexual fucking Willy Wonka. <laughs> my friend and Dom trailing nervously behind, not sure what fucked up scene they're about to witness. I giggled to myself, excited for the opportunity to peacock in front of my dom and show him oh, all the things I learned that came out. as peacock sounds like Did you get that last part? That's BDSM. Did you guys get that last part though? And show him all the things I learned at Kinkfest. So apparently she went to a little festival that was for kinky shit. Went to a dojo. Yeah, for kinky shit. Got it. Doctor Strange. She's a black belt in anal cavities. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, you don't understand terminology. I get that. I understand that. She's a two stripes. You listen. (laughs) Two stripes. Um, Doggy greets us at the door. Like the JJ. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Okay. Doggy greets us at the door like the good boy he is, and we go into the apartment and set up a space to shoot. Are you like mean white when he answers the door, or are you like, oh, hi? Or do you go, that's right, bitch? (laughs) Do you hit him with the newspaper? Does he have the newspaper? Do you bring it with you? Does he bring the newspaper to you in his mouth? Where did he get a newspaper? They're gone nowadays. Do you get it? It was a magazine. How about a a tablet? Does he bring a tablet? Do you let him outside because he's been home alone for so long and like you want him to go shit outside? Does he shit to be part of the character? Did you bring the cane to hit him with the cane? Did you get one of those little balls full of peanut butter on the inside? Do you have him chew on it? Oh my gosh, dude. Okay, this is about. Is there ropes involved? Like, are they chewing on something? Uh, just wait. There's more. <laughs> oh, no way. Keep going. Keep where, wait, where does BDSM start and bestiality, like, end? Like, where is this? Like, there is no line. They're, they're intertwinable. The yeah. No. Oh, it's cyclical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I tell Doggy to put on his leather harness and those cute sissy panties I like as I set up my tools. Out he comes, looking so eager, Tools. so pathetic. I put him, I put him on his All knees right, and hot. put his collar <laughs> around his neck. Hot. <laughs> I put, I put him on his knees and put his collar around his neck and whisper in his ear. Today, 
I want to destroy something beautiful. That's a fight club. Dude, that's lame. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 You could have, like, so many better movies you could have quoted. I, how dare you? <sighs> You've been such a good bad boy. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I place you a shit sl- on the carpet. <laughs> 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 it's a better line. And rub his nose in it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. I place a serving tray in his hands and tell him to keep his posture. On the tray, I place Posture. two candles. Posture. Okay. Ah, okay. Got Play on word. He caught the pun. <laughs> Was that on purpose? Are puns a big in the BDSM? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we asked the tough questions here on the alcoholic app. Puns and buns, Abby. Puns <laughs> and buns. That's the name. <laughs> Puns and buns, that's the name. (laughs) (laughs) Can I continue? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) On the tray, I place two candles, a cane, a flogger, and close. Oh, flogger. flogger. Flogging Molly was on the cane. Hold on. (laughs) They're an Irish band. (laughs) And then she. <laughs> Flogging Molly. Oh, no, um, it's a Nine Tails thing. It's like a Nine Tails, right? You have a flogger. Yeah, it's like a like a thing with like the leather strips that you. She hit me with oh. it. Remember, and I was on my phone you never texting. Saw that Netflix movie <laughs> Nympho. No, Man. she dude. There's a video of Dak hitting you with it, right? She's filming herself hitting me with it, and I'm like texting you guys, and I was all when the when your girlfriend trying to be sexual, but the group chat is lit. <laughs> <laughs> He's was he wearing pants? I'm just a little yeah. bit more sexual than you are, so I don't get bothered by whips oh, hitting okay. me. You're not supposed so. to wear pants. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I scold oh, him. I scold him because I had to bring my own tray. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Any> money. <laughs> and she invited him there. She invited him. And then she had a... Oh, okay. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Great. It's all yeah. part of the theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh... I had asked Steven him, Sondheim. Oh, oh no! She says right here. I had asked him to find one for me, and he failed. For that, he lost the privilege of undressing me. Ooh. I light the candles on the tray and slowly unbutton my dress, letting it fall to the floor to reveal the delicate lace underneath. That's hot. I laugh when he looks at me with the pathetic longing in his eyes, and remind him that he doesn't get to touch a goddess like me. He's lucky to even <laughs> look at me. Damn, Damn. I am woman who be roar. <laughs> I imagine that's that's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's domination. Yeah, dom. Like she's being yeah. dominant over. He knows what that means. <laughs> hey, it's a t- it's a terminology. <laughs> it's a terminology. It's you know you might not know. I, it sounds like fun, but I would want you to dress like Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> That's a different so, type of BDSM. It's, so it's called Marvel Because time out. Actually, the creators of Wonder Woman were a married couple who were into this shit. Really? That's why there's a lot of bondage-esque things going on with the whole lasso of truth was tie motherfuckers up and making you making them talk and all that kind of stuff. And oh, shit. Yeah, that's real life stuff. And actually, like, they also, like, they, that married couple had a one specific lover, too, that they always, some other girl, they always, but it's, it's all connected. I'm telling you, this is real. <laughs> so, yeah, so, this, so wait for uh, Fifty Shades of Grey 3, uh, Wonder Woman. It's <laughs> Gal Gadot could save that franchise. Gal Gadot is a terminology in the BDSM field. <laughs> I ask him if he's ready. He hesitates for a moment, then shyly nods. For that, I smack him hard across the face and remind him that the only thing that should come out of his mouth is, yes, goddess. 
I grab the flogger from the tray and remind him that if he drops my things, there will be hell to pay. Adney, Slo- stop, stop jacking. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly, I walk behind him and start to whip his back, softly at first, upping the intensity with each swing. From the corner of my eye, I can see my friend cringing while she's taking photos, and I laugh to Anne, myself. right? Okay. <laughs> with the last strike, he stumbles, and the candle tip spilling wax down the tray onto his chest. Shouldn't have done that, little doggy. <laughs> I take the cane from the tray and tell him to spread his knees apart and brace himself for oh, what's about shit. to happen. <laughs> oh no, for what? His for his punishment. So we beat the set. I take oh, yeah, the cane from the tray and tell him to spread his knees apart and brace himself for his punishment. Yeah. What? Nothing like a bamboo cane on sensitive thighs. I was going to bamboo on my story and I didn't. <laughs> no, they don't use bamboo. That's like Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your but racism was your, no, your racism was your downfall. That's what you. Yeah, did. and I forgot that they have the uh, you know the uh, Chinatown there. So maybe that's what like that's where it came. You know what I mean? She's in San Francisco, so they. So don't she's have, now beating him with dude, a cane. Just, there's more. I tell him. <laughs> shut up. I tell him to put. <laughs> Sorry, Dom. <laughs> He's changing. He's totally changing. <laughs> Well, it's, it's getting good. I mean, I'm not, I'm not into it, <laughs> oh, but her storytelling no, her storytelling's good. Chris, She's painting no, Chris. a scene. I, like, I'm walking myself through the Chris. scene. It's good. Chris, Chris is the no, goddess here. Chris is the goddess. I can see the longing in your face. <laughs> yeah, gross. Just it's like a good doggy. story. I like it. I like the story. It's a great story. I tell him to put the tray down and take off his little panties. Then I grab him by the throat, pour wax on his crotch, and watch him squeal. How satisfying. It's like deliverance, man. Then they play dueling banjos afterwards. <laughs> I take the clothes pins and pin the paracord. Okay, I got you. Oh, hold par- hold no, up. paracord is like, if that, that's an actual, that's not a term, that's an actual thing. Like, oh, it is it? Like, you use four parachutes, but you can also get it for, like, survival tactics. Like, you can use paracord for anything. It's just a kind of rope that's a little bit stretchy. Oh, okay. Well, hold on, let's let's make sure. Sheath of the note accord? I don't know what that means. Um, Hold on, Adney. Adney thinks he Oh, knows. she she bashes him on this next... I take, I take She's the been clothes... bashing him the whole time, I don't like I, it, I mean, it's upsetting. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I take uh, the clothes pins and pin the paracord down his chest. Down his tiny cock and down his thighs. Parish, <laughs> a paracord, a, a cord used by Veronica to you know. <laughs> so she like she, she safety pinned paracord to his flesh. Yeah, so it says I take the clo- the clothes pins and pin the paracord down his chest, down his tiny cock and down his thighs. Cloth pens. Oh, says, hold on. You'd have to know about doing laundry to know about those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> about those clothes pens. So I just. Sh- they're okay. pens that can. Yeah, I'm thinking about pinch. safety pins. Yeah, their clothes pins are the ones that pinch. They yeah, yeah, pinch yeah, the pinch yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not an animal. She's <laughs> not gonna like. In, like I was still. I was thinking good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you were, Hellraiser. <laughs> I will tear your soul apart. <laughs> those Don't will- no cry. It's a waste of perfectly good suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Those will Deep stay cuts. on until later, until I decide to take them off. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Another slap to the face and a punch to the stomach to remind him who's really in charge here. This why I don't believe Not you with that weak-ass <laughs> right hand. See, <laughs> <laughs> punch me with a fucking... Come on. This, this is why I don't believe in gods, because they're aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be for the people. 
Then I put him on a leash and make him crawl around his apartment on hands and knees, barking like a fool. How humiliating. This is pup play. Pup, <laughs> pup play? <laughs> pup play. Pup play. Pup play. Can that be one word? Yeah. That's might fun. as well. That's Look fun. it up. Pup play. It's a fucking thing. It is a thing. Yeah. Pup. Totally a thing. Play. Pup. I've seen videos. Yeah. On accident. It's weird, dude. <laughs> they act like dogs. The first it's thing your really pup is pup play hood. <laughs> <laughs> There's a no, guy, no, there's a guy like in New Zealand who has yep. like an entire kennel of yep. like twenty adults who yep. go and pretend to be puppies. It's, it's all I got it all from your mom's house. Travis yeah, knows. it's it's all when one person takes on the role of a pup or handler. Yep. The pup acts like their canine counterpart and their trainer for the most part in how they handle the pup. That's fun. While he sits on his knees, posture like a good doggy, I step into a strap on, the biggest one he owns, because fuck it. Today is about being mean. Oh, he owns. So he... Oh, Weird. Yeah, he's into this shit. Then no, I tell a, him to an, suck my It's a dog cock. toy, but they don't realize it's a dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those giant bones, you know what I mean? <laughs> that one hell hurts. He's like... about to get boned. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Old Mother Hubbard... That could be your catchphrase! <laughs> <laughs> Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to give her a dog a bone. But when she bent over, Old Rover took over and gave her a bone of his own. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nursery rhymes from Oh, dice clay. Six years old. <laughs> then I tell him to clay. suck my cock like the dirty little pervert he is. My friends and I I've never laugh. done that to my animals. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. I don't know about it. Oh, should name is something else than butt play, okay? Uh, my friends and I laugh as I cock slap him. As he desperately slobs on my knob like a fourth street whore. Is she quoting fucking uh, the... the Stop my now. Like corn on the cob. <laughs> Check in with me. Don't do the whole thing. <laughs> stop, yeah, please stop. stop that, please. Uh, Alright. What is that? Wu Tang Mafia or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bunch of Tupac How dare you? Stop. Wu Tang is not allowed out your mouth anymore. <laughs> I don't even see you say I'm gonna <laughs> You getting cock slapped. I even see your mouth say No, it's a quote from the movie Life. That's a deep cut right there. <laughs> Say, watch again, Claude. <laughs> Why are you taking all this air? <laughs> I, shove this that giant, <laughs> I, I shove this giant strap on all the way down his throat as I pull the cord, ripping all the clothespins from his body at once. Something called the zipper. Oh, Holy shit. I can imagine it. That's he screams and crumbles to the ground in a quivering pool of his own saliva covered in wax and welts, and I feel accomplished because I destroyed something beautiful. Oh, God. That is the best ending ever. <laughs> what? That was a bad. terrific <laughs> crescendo. I yeah. should write the fucking the. I should write Wrath. Okay, <laughs> tell Wrath. Listen to this story, motherfucker. You think you got stories? You think you're no, tight? I'm serious, Veronica. You said he's like I know. I fucked Veronica. <laughs> he's like I was. That story's, that story's about me, bro. <laughs> he's like I am doggy. <laughs> I am doggy. <laughs> That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> Dude, uh, no, Veronica, yeah. you said you can't write. That was, yeah, that was fucking yeah. incredible. The well, I mean, really, it was because of how I said it. But that was, yeah, I mean, it was no, like, that, that's why that was fake modesty. She knew she went, she slaved for hours to get that story. Right. Slaved she probably for made hours, doggy write it. Slaved for yeah, hours. She probably made doggy write it. Probably, he's a good writer. <laughs> hey, listen, Wrath, get a hold of us. We'll make you an author. <laughs> no, um, like the, I fucking love that she she did exactly what a comedian does. She made a joke in the beginning or said something in the beginning, and she it it. Tied off in the end. It was a, it was a that's Chekhov's not, gun. That's not just the joke. That's Chekhov's not just gun. Comedians. That's that's good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story yeah. What's Every Chekhov's gun? Story, she brought something yeah. up and then yeah. finished. Like, but in this case, it's Kakov's gun. 
Cock off. Ooh, cock off's gun. You know when you take that cock off the wall, you know what I mean? It better shoot by the end of the story, is what we're saying. You set up those clothespins, they better get ripped off. Yeah, yeah, because it's a small, exactly, it's a small little yeah, thing. I could never imagine being that dude who's getting dominated by Veronica. That's just like, not Like, I don't know, and she didn't, but she didn't detail how big the strap on was. Cause I'm she thinking, said the biggest one. I'm thinking those giant battering ram biggest <laughs> one, The biggest one. So if it was me, it was like, you see this, like, little spoon? <laughs> just man. So does that Great interest stories. you guys? You guys want to get so domed? I, I would not like to be part of being a fucking submissive. I'd watch, though. But if I can... I would, that's what I was going to say. If I, I can Michael Jackson... Anne. Can I be Anne? For one, for one session, just taking pictures, watching, learning. All I've ever wanted was to be an Anne. No, I would be like Michael Jackson in that fucking picture with like... I'm just here for the comments. By the way, uh, Veronica, if you hear... Could you please... Please uh, ask Anne, like, her point of view Ooh. on the story. I would love to hear what Aaron had to say about her experience not having done this before and just seeing it, seeing her friend do this. I would love to hear what Anne had to say. That's a good call. Yeah. I don't want to hear from Doggy. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I don't want to. He's not beautiful anymore, so why the fuck? Fuck yeah, Doggy. You destroyed him. You destroyed Doggy. But talk to Anne. She's a goddess, okay? Because all women are goddesses. Adney said that before. Um... <laughs> They're not trash gender. <laughs> um, no, they're Ver- garbage gods. <laughs> but um, uh, Levi and Veronica, thank you guys very much for the stories. Yeah, well played. Golf club? So fucking, like, seriously, awesome fucking stories, guys. Yeah, good shit. And it's funny that we, like, I, I, you don't think you know someone that fucking, like, whoa, what? You're that? You're into what? Yeah, what? I didn't. That's just... I'm not choking myself while masturbating and sticking out my toes to, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I put my toes out. And it's like, that's weird. Because I'm trying to, like, get the blood flow. And it's weird. <laughs> get the blood and, flow. You know, I thought that was crazy. I thought punching Doc in the fucking mouth and the twat was crazy. In the twat. I don't... Sh- I don't call twat her, punch. I don't call her doggy. I'm not disrespecting her. <laughs> you know well, maybe you should. Maybe she'll maybe. like it. <laughs> maybe. She definitely will. Go get me some paracord, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a bunch. Your new, nickname, <laughs> your new nickname is Asa. Because <laughs> I beat that fat dog's ass. <laughs> She's my doggy. <laughs> oh, God. That implies all that, kinds of fucked up shit. Talk about bestiality. Let's hey, hey. Adam gave hey, Let's move on. Adam gave me the dog. Adam gave me the dog. beating shit up. <laughs> I think we got a little bit of fight talk this week. Fight! Fight fucking talk! Uh, unless your name is Dog! Uh, fight fucking talk! Uh, uh, you're gonna get it! Uh, I'm gonna drown! You like a frog! You're gonna get the hog! Cause you are my dog! Dog, 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 dog fight toe! Like a frog as if they drown a lot. They're in fucking amphibians! No, wait, hold on, hold on. Drowning a frog characteristic. Drowning a frog is a, me- is a term for BDSM. Hold on. You need okay. to listen up. Oh, 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 okay. oh, educate us, listen master. Up. Okay. Educate Chris, it is enough. Okay. But remind him so okay. <laughs> when they say ribbit, you punch him in the face and then you drown him in the snow. Okay? In the it's, snow. it's only a frog term. You get a lily pad. Fresh powder? You or? shove a lily pad up their ass because they want it. With your dick? Yeah. No, but that's aggressive. With you use, <laughs> you use dog's dick to shove the lily pad up the frog's ass. He's it's lost. it's frog and dog. It's frog, <laughs> frog and dog. dog. It's like it's like cat dog, but it's a diff- it's a Nickelodeon show. Frog if you guys dog. haven't seen it, I can see it. Okay. Um. So you guys got fights? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that we're exactly. fucking fighting is. I'm fighting to figure Jesus out what Christ. I'm talking about in my own head, but that's fine. <laughs> That was pretty awesome. But you guys have nothing to say. Now. These fights aren't going to be as bloody. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, they are. 
and Whatever. concussions happen. I'm gonna go and first. More orgasms. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> so this for uh, coming up March 4th. There's a huge UFC card. Huge. 209. Huge. It huge. like like it's especially especially huge. there's two fights at the top that I'm really excited for. Uh, but bef- that's a, that's a big thing. So before we get to that, I only got one fight I want to talk about right now in the world of boxing. And in case maybe you, it's on pay per view, right? The UFC card. Mm-hmm. Case UFC you don't, yeah. So in case you don't got money for the pay per view, in case you can't. Make your way to, in case you can't see that fight, but you want to see some carnage, you can tune in to CBS. Really? Regular fucking TV, and you're going to see two of the very, very best welterweights in the entire world. That's what's up. Keith Thurman versus Danny Garcia. They both hold the mm. belt. It's, it's WBC, WBA, fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. that's not important. What's important is they're both undefeated and in their fucking prime. They both are name fighters. Yeah, I, I know both of those guys. Yeah, they're like they're big name guys, and they're fighting on fucking regular access TV. And that's cr- CBS. I didn't yeah. realize CBS has like a boxing. They thing do, and they do. both of them have been featured on uh, this uh, premier boxing champions. Like they've both been premiered oh, okay. on this before uh, recently, so they have that kind of name recognition there. And also, they're well known in the boxing world because of their accomplishments. Um, Thurman is actually he's twenty seven and zero with uh, twenty two knockouts. Uh, his nickname is One Time because, as he puts it, I only gotta hit one time. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, that's what's really, like, also quick side note. If you wanna like look up like any kind of po- pre-fight thing with Keith Thurman, it's it's really entertaining because he always does the exact same thing in every stare down. He doesn't talk shit. He just does these bug eyes. Like he tries to stretch like his a eyes. Tweaker bug eyes. Just to pop pop his eyes out of his face. That's all. He just he doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just goes. Mm. It's like I would sit there and blow <laughs> on his eyes. It's like he watched Fifo Goes West too many times, and now he's trying to do the lazy eye. Like that's all he does. And then on top of that, like anytime he does an interview. He tries really hard to seem eloquent and well-spoken. But he's not. But he kind of trips over himself. <laughs> and it's kind of funny. But he's, he's I do like him. Though. He's a good character then. Uh, but yeah. Uh, um, and then you got Danny Garcia, who's, his, he's actually like his, he's well-known for not talking shit. Instead, his dad doing all the shit. Yeah, talking. yeah. That's what I Coming into this him. fight during one of the uh, interviews, uh, um, his dad, Angel Garcia, who's Puerto Rican, you know, from, but you know, lives in New York. Just kept calling Keith Thurman, who's black. Just kept calling him nigga, and he fucking just set him off. Like, who's you mother? Like, it was. It's gonna get well. But, <laughs> it's gonna go. Well. But the reason why this fight is actually going to be is like that. All the shit talking in the world doesn't mean a fight's gonna pay off. Yeah, that's plain true. and simple. The reason why this fight is gonna fucking pay off. Both these guys have ended fights with one shot. They both have power, and they both actually have ability. Um. I would say though, like uh, I think, um, like Keith. Looking at it when I first saw it, first glance, I was like, I, I'm kind of favoring Keith Thurman. He's more of the thoroughbred in this matchup. He's he's faster. Um, he has a lot of he has um, better movement. Uh, he's the harder puncher. Uh, he's the more athletically gifted guy, and he's naturally bigger. He's his whole career is at 147. Garcia started at 140. That's our first glance. But when I really thought about it, I was kind of like, wait, Garcia has the way better resume. He's fought the better fighters more often, and he's beat them all. He's thirty-three and zero with nineteen knockouts. Um, he's beaten he's beaten guys like Eric Morales, Amir Khan, Zab Judah, uh, Lamont Peterson, Kendall Holt. Don't talk about Zab Judah. You Rishara. met him. You better respect him, dude. Okay. And, and that's why I'm saying it's such a big deal. He yeah, he's saying a great good, resume. Good. And Zab Jab's listener, dude. He's uh, a pup. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking uh, Lucas Matisse, who was like this fucking monster at 140. Everyone was afraid of Matisse. He was just running through. He was Baba Yaga. He was the fucking Baba boogeyman. Yeah. 
he was just, and everyone was like, he's going to destroy Garcia. And Garcia just stood right there in the trenches, started swelling Matisse up, landing bombs on him, never backed down, outfought him, and beat him. And so he had his own he, game, essentially. Yeah, he, he learned a lot of respect, but like you don't ever really suspect that kind of. He's been the, uh, Garcia has been the underdog a lot because he's not flashy. You look at him, and there's nothing really spectacular about him. I don't think it was a good idea to do BDSM first because everything you're saying, I'm just thinking, okay, this is a sex story. Everything <laughs> <laughs> is like, you know, he's in the trenches, he's taking it. You know what I mean? And he's, he's taking respect, it. Respect. Respect. He's getting respect, all right? He wasn't no, ready. There's no respect in BDSM. That's the point. That's the point. They got him on the ropes, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but, um, like, so Garcia, he, he's not. He's not known for a lot of power. He had, like I said, he's ended fights like against Amir Khan with a big shot, but um, he's not known for for having a lot of punching power. He's not known for being very fast. He's not known for good movement. He's so not, what's he known for? He's not even known for really good defense. It's just that he does everything really well, and together he finds a way to win. He's a lot like Tim Bradley in that sense. He's like nothing is one. Oh, he doesn't have one like great. Shines. Yeah, he doesn't have one great attribute. He's just he's well rounded, and so he finds jack of all a, trades, a master yeah, none. He finds a way exactly. He finds a way to win fights, uh, and Thurman is very different than that. He is he's not as well rounded, I would say, and that's why. I, so it's gonna that's what's gonna make this fight interesting. What I think is gonna happen is uh, Thurman, although he's come up as this pure puncher, that's what he was known as. He's gone the distance in three of his last four fights uh, as he stepped up in competition, and he's tried to move around a lot more. He tried to try to do a little bit of dancing and sticking and moving, but he's not that good at it. No. He doesn't know how to fl- – like a, a, someone like Kel Brook, for example, can glide around a ring beautifully and stick and jab and move, and that's how he was able to beat someone like Sean Porter one-sidedly. Meanwhile, Keith Thurman tried that same thing against Sean Porter, and it didn't work out well. That fight was incredibly close. It was one of the best fights of last year, actually. They just kept going at it. And Thurman, you could see in his body language, every time he landed a big shot on Porter, he was expecting him to go away, and he just wouldn't. And it was kind of like, what the go, f- go away! And he was like, go away! Go away! <laughs> and that's his problem is that uh, he doesn't glide around. He he moves around, he backpedals a lot, then he'll stop, plant his feet, and throw, mm. leaves himself kind of open, and then he kind of moves away with his hands kind of low. So he's open for shots while he's leaving. While he's getting out of range, he can be clipped. So if you're if you're watching as someone who's the, the defender, you're gonna be like, okay, well this is the moment that he stops and leaves himself open is when he's starting to move. Because he moves, it's, it's, he moves and no. he stops and he throws. Here's he what you want to do. What, what Gandy Garcia would want to do is stalk forward, keep that high high guard. You gotta keep it high guard. And when Thurman stops, because he's gonna stop before he throws it, you know it's gonna come. So he stops, he throws the combination, you just cover up, and as soon as you see that last punch. Get, as soon as you feel that you last punch, you immediately yeah. want to retaliate and hit him because you know he's moving straight backwards. And he's off balance. You want to retaliate immediately and you will connect him. And that's something that Garcia actually does pretty well. That's how he was able to knock out Amir Khan, even though Khan was just schooling Man, him. Garcia beat Khan? I didn't know that. Yeah, Khan was just over... He was way too fast. Like He doesn't have the fastest feet, Amir Khan, but his hands are yeah, just his hands are remarkably fast. fast. And he was just landing just endless amounts of... And Garcia had no answer for it, so he just started waiting and then trying to hit him on the way out. And it worked. Dropped him hard with a big left hook and then just fucking just attacked him with relentless things. He was able to knock him out. I'm not saying he's going to do that to Keith Thurman because Keith Thurman actually has a good chin. But he can really hurt Thurman. And I think he has the power to do it. And I think that could be, a, that's a real edge for Garcia. Yeah, and beating Khan is hard because Cumberbatch is a great actor. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? You don't want to like, you know, come on, you can't. Yeah, don't fuck with Khan. You don't fuck with Khan, dude. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but the, the, the question is, is like, Garcia hasn't been, has like, at welterweight so far, like, you could say like the only he's only fought like Robert Guerrero, who's kind of eh, 
Thurman also beat. I watched Guerrero, Guerrero fight. I think and then to watch. and then he fought Polly Malignaggi and he beat Polly Malignaggi, which a few years ago that was a huge deal. But Polly wasn't isn't moving as much. Like Polly's greatest aspect throughout his whole career was his feet work. He was great at moving and jabbing. You couldn't catch him. But lately, now he's older. He's in his late thirties, so now he's he's fighting at a wider stance. He's not moving as much, so it was a little bit easier to get him. I say his fault. My favorite part of his career is with um his acting role in Goodfellas with Paulie. You know, what I mean? like when he did his thing, like straight up smacking you in the face, jit telling you not to sell drugs. That's the Paulie that I know. I don't know about you, but um, so uh, I do think that Garcia has been kind of like people have been like, oh, you're cherry picking and all this stuff, but I do think that that was a little bit of a phase and he was kind of, he took it easy a little bit. You could say that, but I think that for this fight, he's going to be, he's going to bring his a game and Keith Thurman is going to be looking for a huge knockout. He, he genuinely doesn't like Danny Garcia. Mm. I don't blame him. I actually don't really like Danny Garcia, which you might be confused. Cause I've talked a lot of good things about him so far. <laughs> I just like, I want, I want him to lose. <laughs> but at the of, same time, I you're love, like, I don't think he's, but I respect, like I respect what he's able to, cause like, cause like I said, he doesn't have any great attributes, but he finds a way to win. And that's what's so, fascinating about Garcia his big problem is that it's like Tim Tebow Tim Tebow was a horrible quarterback but he found a way to win (laughs) (laughs) what's what the thing about Garcia he's very stiff he's very stiff and he could be very predictable uh there's no fluidity in his movement and when he throws those hooks they're really really wide Mm. so much so that when he fought Eric Morales Eric Morales like taunted him about it like like he swung these wild left hook and a wild right hook, and Eric just ducked both of them, even though he's like fucking ninety years old. And he just looked at Garcia, like laughed at him, and then like exaggeratedly swung his arms around, like making oh, fun of him, like "Oh, damn. You, you suck." <laughs> Garcia won both fights though against him, oh, well, but it was still you. But it was still funny because it was like that's hey, true. Hey, still got picked on. So that's all that matters. <laughs> hey, you lost. Suck it. That's funny. He's he's a, he is a wide puncher, and that could be his problem. That's what. That's where Thurman can actually be good. If he stops trying to be so much of a boxer puncher, he's not a boxer puncher. He's a puncher boxer. That's where Thurman's strength is. And when he starts moving around. Oh, explain he, to the BDSM people who don't know the terminology of boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to explain that. <laughs> he's aggression and knockout power first Thank and you. then skill second. Okay. That's what Thurman is. That's oh, what he's puncher best box. At. Okay, I get that. Boxer puncher would be skill first and uh, then yeah. being able to knock someone out yeah, second. That's, Sugar Ray Robinson was the quintessential Ooh. example of a boxer puncher. Someone who I remember had all when I told skills. you about that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Stevie taught me all this stuff. You're so. welcome. <laughs> Ray, like, <Pop>. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you for that. <laughs> but hey, how dare you? You get on the floor and you <laughs> don't spill that tray. It's a newspaper a, on your face. A, bo- a boxer, wow. a boxer puncher wow. is someone who has like great fluidity and speed, pattern, reflexes. Great rhythm, like everything in boxing is about the rhythm. Everything starts with a rhythm. That's what Ray would always say. It starts with your heartbeat. That's where you get your rhythm from. Damn, that's um, good. And then, like, it just so happens I can also knock you out with one shot. That's a boxer puncher. And I will go if I see the knockout, I'll actually go for it. But Thurman is more about the knockout. More about he relies a lot more on his power than his skill. And assuming he's gonna knock him out, yeah. Rather than like assuming it's gonna go the distance. Yeah, and like when he starts, to, when he like the past few years when he's tried to move around and everything, he's taken the sting off his own punches because he's so busy backpedaling and moving that he's not sitting down because he doesn't have he hasn't he hasn't been able to mix the two together yet, like really well. And uh, if I if what I think Thurman should do is. Not try so much to move around because he's gonna try to move back straight backwards, get hit with a wide hook. You know Garcia throws wide hooks. You know he's stiff and predictable. How's get his in the pocket. In comparison, how's his arm length in comparison? I think they're around the same dimensions. Oh, okay. But like, what's more important is that Thurman can p- 
punch short shots. Like he can, his technique is a lot shorter with his hooks and his uppercuts, especially stuff like that. And I think if I'm Thurman, I just go straight into the pocket. I stay on the inside because I know Garcia is stiff. I know what he's gonna do. He's not gonna. He's he doesn't puncher. move his head. He doesn't move his head. Like I said, he's stiff. He's very stationary, so he can go to the body. And when Garcia tries to retaliate with those wide hooks, you can either know what's gonna happen, so duck like Morales did for much of their first fight. Or he's also go on the inside. Where also, you miss punch within strong. his punches. If you can punch on the inside of while he's throwing a right, shot, your yeah. shot's always going to get there first because it's short. You're a quick puncher, yeah, a quick puncher, and, and shorter, he's faster. Shorter he's shot. faster. And somebody, he's somebody shorter. has wide hooks. That's right you're going to hit perfect, the target yeah. first. Uh, so I definitely think that like if Thurman were to like not try so much to move and box and be like Kell Brook, if he decided to be a little more. Uh, earlier Keith Thurman and take it to Garcia and try to back him up. He has the power to fucking beat him down and win the fight. We'll see. Um, as for my... like, I want Thurman to win, actually. I think that he's going to provide, at the end of the day, more exciting fights going forward after this against other opponents at welterweight. I think, yeah, dude, Garcia, how about you stop letting your dad talk? Like, that's weird, man. <laughs> it's, it, it's annoying. No, that's too. his pup, bro. <laughs> All right, you pay but attention. I actually, <laughs> he calls him dad, but that's a dumb thing. <laughs> like, even if you don't say anything, then don't say anything. That's your fucking thing. But having your dad do everything, that's just... Yeah, I actually uh, think, though, actually... It's like, Jesus! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly like Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and, you know... My but, dad uh, owns the place! <laughs> How that, dare um, you? I, I actually kind of think that Garcia's gonna win. Man, that's a bummer. I do, I do think he's gonna win, because I think that Thurman's gonna follow the same patterns he's been following. And uh, I think that's going to give Garcia an opportunity to find that way to win and to take uh, Gar- our Thurman pile-up points early on. Garcia comes on strong in the second half, most likely. And it's hard to break repetition, especially if you're used to it. If, you, if, you, if you're able to call it out as a – you know, haven't been watching boxing as long as I have. But if, you've been, if you're able to call it out now, <laughs> someone who's been watching it like a week, then you're fine. You can mm-hmm. like – you know the guy re- repeats his own movement. Yeah. So there you go. So all right. contact, all contact HBO. I know people. I okay. know people. I have, I have all the people. <laughs> I have all the HBO people <laughs> and the boxing people. And the boxing. So that's that's March fourth on CBS. It's free. It's free. You could fucking easily check on it out. CBS. It's on. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Oh, this is the best fighting the best on free TV. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what this is. Both fucking it's amazing. That's amazing. Dude. On, it's on PBS. It's <laughs> they're a combined sixty and zero. Dude, I can watch that. Like you can watch that with the little digital converter box. Yeah, like you what, get that channel on those fucking. What we're talking about is like the heir apparent right now, because Floyd, at the long for Floyd, Floyd and Manny dominated welterweight. Floyd's retired. Manny is doing his farewell tour. Mm-hmm. He's fighting a guy named John Horn next. Like they're gone basically. So what's next? It's these guys. These guys, which you've been talking you up for forever, most of these fucking fighters, and just like Chris with UFC talking about fighters that are coming up, and most fighters retire a lot quicker in UFC. They're not as long as because they get fucked up a little bit more. Smaller gloves, punches, dude. Smaller gloves. Smaller gloves, and they and they kicks retire don't quicker. have any padding. Well, and we, we talked about kicks do <laughs> and we we talked about this whole thing of like it being. It's it's a rock paper scissors not not like rock paper scissors which can be with in boxing as well. But you've talked about this idea of 
people can be knocked out so quick and be out of UFC so fucking bad. Look at Ronda, for instance, someone who was knocked out and then tried to come Man, back. Man, it's it's just so crazy up. because the it's, gloves it's make moving, such a it's fucking a moving thing. It's like a, even with blocking, like somebody can't block the way in MMA that they can block in kickboxing or boxing for that matter. When you have those big gloves, it gives you a lot of surface area, and then you can intake a lot more punishment. Whereas those little fucking gloves, now your guard isn't nearly as high. You don't have you have to use movement a lot more. But both have their place by all means. But it's an for me what I think about UFC is an assembly line. These move these fighters just moving down the line, moving down the line, moving down the line, dropping off, dropping off, dropping off. Some get like, well no, let's take it's that mostly, one back. Let's put it back here and that's no, them. it's mostly when they get to that when they like there. They're around for a while, then they finally get that big superstardom after already having a long career and earning it. Oh, so people don't and know they have a long as, career. Okay. And then as soon as you hear about them as a casual fan, oh now I hear about this guy then soon they leave. It's because well, they already spent a well, lot of years getting there. Them. Let, yeah. let me take out 150,000 fucking fights when he fought. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's so well, funny. I mean, Nate's a perfect example. Nate has 30 fucking fights under his UFC career until he fought Connor. And nobody knew who the fuck Nate was unless you were a hardcore. Yeah, he, he had 900 fights in Stockton. 900 fights in Stockton. We know. It's, and it's like, it's also, it's similar in, box, in boxing because like, nobody knew who Floyd Mayweather was until 2007 when he fought De La Hoya. He turned pro in, in 1997. And let me, let me take you back to a boxer who he doesn't know about it. Rocky, he won an Olympic gold medal in 96. Like, wow. Rocky Marciano had a bunch of amateur fights that he lost, but then we went to pro, undefeated. So there you go. <laughs> Adney, you ever heard about Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, before we Do you remember his record? 50, 49, motherfucker. 49 to no. And no. how many knockouts? How many knockouts? <laughs> Before we that go was to the UFC, I just want to know. <laughs> no, if 48 fight happens, no, no. we no, know what on, I'm let talking guess, about. Let me guess this. 43 knockouts. You're right. Oh, oh my! Money! I told you I knew more than you. <laughs> <laughs> if I just guessed. That was so awesome. If Connor, <laughs> I'm, so proud. I'm so proud of knowing him because I wouldn't have guessed that. In my head, I heard Adney going... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel thinking. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> hey, you're my cousin. I don't need to. I don't. I'm not gonna tell people I know you unless you get this right. <laughs> if Connor and Floyd happens, which I do think it's gonna happen, but if it does happen, if Connor knocks out Floyd. How mad are you going to be? Like, are you going <laughs> to give up boxing? <laughs> like, no. would you be that furious? It's like, a racial divide. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's going to upset me. Because it's going to be like, uh, Trump's going to be like, I totally knew it. He I'm was just, right. I'm just fucking he with right. you. He's right. He knocked him out because he's dude, black. <laughs> dude, I don't know, dude. I would be so furious. astonished. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm going to be Tyson furious. Tom Tyson <laughs> I'm like, why are you picking on a guy in his 40s that's retired? <laughs> oh, boom, boom. He's smaller, he's old and retired, oh he's getting God. his social security, and you're picking on him? You're a piece of shit. Oh, he's, he's a black man already struggling. You're I, still say, struggling. I still say the real fight is him and Canelo. Because they're both, dude, fucking Irish. I don't want to watch that. They're both Irish. They're both, see they're both ass They're wolf. like the same size, though. <laughs> and like similar age. That's fair. That's fair. You like Dags is what I already know it's going to happen. You like Dags? I wish that, uh, I wish Canelo was like 10 years older or like five years older. So then we could have got Canelo and uh, Mayweather both in their prime. Why does Canelo sound like Because a when Canelo was coming up and he fought Mayweather, he wasn't necessarily in his prime. He was a little young. He was a little young. He was a little you young. Know? But Floyd was a little older. Uh, he was already like he was. He was. He was already not as fast. Damn, as he was he already was. on the backside. Yeah, like he's I, cool. like, dude, you want to see prime Floyd Mayweather? If anyone out there, you want to see prime, like actually, like fun to watch Floyd Mayweather. Go back to two thousand and five when he fought 
Arturo Gatti at 140 pounds. That's prime best performance. Like not the best win because Arturo Gatti isn't as wasn't as good as a lot of his other opponents. I but like his style though. I love Arturo Gatti's you style. Can't, you can't not. It's love so Arturo awesome. Gatti. It's it's fucking great. No seriously. Like I was watching him it, fighting Mickey Mickey Ward. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was wa- I was watching a documentary uh, on Gotti Ward ever at uh, Pamela's house, and she actually stopped doing what she was doing and just sat there. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I wrote you and I was like, dude, I love his fucking style. I wrote but out. Was, I was but, I was used to. Back, back to the thing is like back, back, back to the thing is like Floyd fought him and that's like his most spectacular like that's prime Floyd at his physical peak and he looks spectacular beating up Arturo. I haven't seen the De La Hoya fight either. I think I will watch that one after I, I get out here. I feel like Canelo. It, to me, it sounds like Baskin Robbins flavor. I don't know <laughs> why. Like seriously, like for some reason, Canelo. I just always think like, do you want two or one scoop of Canelo? Like that's that's for some weird reason that's what popped in my head. Cause it's why. cause it's fucking cinnamon. It's <laughs> what was the documentary about? What's it called? Oh, it's called Legendary Nights. HBO has done this long time series called Legendary Nights where they pick a big fight, and then they just talk. Oh, they just talk. What? That's do, fucking. I bet it's, it's amazing. epic as fuck. I find, bet every single one is yeah, they awesome. Are. No, I swear to God. Like, and like, <laughs> Let's it was, watch it together. It was, <laughs> that sounds really good. Dude. There was a lot on YouTube, and then like they stopped doing it for a while. They were just doing like the twenty four sevens and that shit. And all the all the boxing fans kept asking them, "Bring back Legendary Nights." And they finally brought it back. And they brought it back with the story of Gotti Ward. Not just one of their fights, but all oh, the three of their thing? fights. And of course, Gotti's death is also talked about. Damn, Damn. dude, the, their whole story awesome, is so cool. Dude. Like it could be. Like they need to make that a specific fucking movie because I know they done Ward. Did they do the Ward movie with? Yeah, they did the fighter, which, uh, but, but that all took place before he fought Arturo. The problem and, and is yeah, we have to make it. No, <laughs> we as in me That's and you. Because Danny doesn't we know. Talk about movies, you say the problem is we're not making it. <laughs> Comics truck, get at me, Hollywood. <laughs> all right, no, so no, moving on. That'd be a good yeah, fucking. That'd yeah, be a great movie. Yeah, of course. No, it's, 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 all right, so let's get to go over to USC two hundred nine. Um, I just want to go over something that happened this past weekend real fast. Travis Brown lost to the Black Beast, which was unfortunate. Um, Travis Brown is on a four fight losing streak in heavyweight and he's not gonna get cut because heavyweight oh. is so fucking thin that they need the talent I just feel so really yeah, heavyweight's thin it's I so feel... funny because heavyweight used to be in, in all in all combat sports heavyweight's what people want yeah but heavyweight used to be uh, around like uh, 185 or so now it's fucking over 210 pounds because like they America, got weight. everyone's fat well, <laughs> here's the thing uh, the, the greatest era of heavyweight boxing was the 1970s, and all those guys were like just over 200 pounds. Like all like George Foreman, Ali, yeah, all like that, yeah. Ali, like was around like let's say like a 210 Holyfield. on average. Was Holyfield, Holyfield was heavyweight, of course, right? Oh yeah, he yeah he started at cruiserweight, ended up at heavyweight. Was Tyson as well? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah Oh dude, yeah, yeah that, of course he was. There you but, go. Uh, that was dude, 18 but heavyweight. Here's the thing, like yeah, the ni- that's like, like Stevie's bringing up Holyfield and Tyson. That's a good thing because that the 90s is kind of overlooked, but it was a great era for heavyweight boxing. Yeah. The 90s, because not only did you have Holyfield. And Tyson, you had Douglas, you had Bo, you had fucking Lewis. You had the Lewis. champ! <laughs> you had Chan and Briggs, motherfucker! Or the return of George Foreman, uh, Tommy Morrison, uh, even though he didn't pan out. But still, it, we're getting way off track. Right. But the point is, like, uh, there's been times where guys just over 200 pounds have been able to be incredibly exciting and athletic and awesome and created deep divisions. Just for some reason, like, right now, it's bad. It's, uh, it's because, like, um, because. It's fighting, and if you are an athlete that's 6'5", 250 pounds, you'd rather do football, or you'd rather or do basketball, these, or basketball, because for one, they well, pay depends a lot on color more, but that depends on color of your skin. No, no it doesn't. Here's the thing, <laughs> here's the thing. As, when you're in high school, as soon as you hit that growth spurt and you're fucking tall as shit, what do people say? 
You ever play basketball? basketball? Football. Yeah. That's what they. That's the because they're like the. You ever decided sports. to be a dumb? <laughs> hey, hey, do you want to play a sport where you can like you go to practice? You're gonna work hard, but you can also party all the time and get all this attention and then get an actual actual education just for playing. And to, they're protected the under these. Sports. And Eddie Murphy's made that song about it. You know, you gotta party or, all the time. Or, party all the time. Party all the time. Or do you want to do a sport where brain damage is an everyday thing because of sparring? Also, you're gonna have to not party except for maybe two times a year. Uh, also, really strict drug testing. If you want to do, if you actually want to concentrate on road, like and, and like basketball, stamina is important. Football, not as important. But with fighting, it's more important than either Anything. of those sports. Far more. So it takes a lot. Like road work is the most annoying thing. I hate doing it personally. I well, barely ever do it. Combat sports <laughs> is way more of an, an independent thing. It's like you are your own. You're your you own. Don't have a you're not a you're team. Your own team. Yeah, you're your own team. You have your managers. You have if your. You, lose, you, have your you can be a part of a gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not like, like you guys can have like a little bit of a bond. But if there's two people at 185, you know in the back of your it's head, I might have your to coach. Fight that guy. You have your coach. All that shit. But yeah. Uh, Frank Bruno, who was a '90s heavyweight, said that uh, the boxing ring is the loneliest place in the world because as soon as the bell rings, you're in there alone. It's just you, the referee, and the other guy. Uh, the referee can't help you, and the other guy is only there to hurt you. Damn. And it's true. When you lose in a fight, you can't blame anyone but yourself. If you lose in like a uh, basket, you, you can blame defense. Oh, that was defense's fault. It's right? Fucking, it's a, it's, it's, you can blame like a million like yeah. That's why we lost. <laughs> in yeah. these combat sports, it's on yourself. Yeah. And I, that's why I really think it's more courageous to do a combat Good sport, fun, in yeah. my opinion. But great, great points, Adney. So, we got UFC 209 coming up. First thing I want to say is they fucked up by not putting either one of the Diaz's on. I thought you were going to say and by not, by not yeah. doing it say, in Stockton. Wait, by not wait, putting I, Chris I, Smith in there. I thought, I, thought, <laughs> I, heard, I heard that that both Diaz brothers like turned down fights. Well, that's because Nick wants GSP. Nick wants mm. a big money fight. Nick's not just going to come back for any fight because right now, because of Nate, Nick is now the draw. So let's go back a little bit and say, okay, UFC sold for $4.2 billion. WME had to borrow $2 billion of that to even buy the UFC. So they at least have to get a $2 billion nut return, on top yeah. of another $2 billion on top of, the percentage on top of, yeah. of actually on top starting of to make money. Of return, yeah. So how do you need to make money? You only oh, have— Oh, by the way, that $2 billion they borrowed is earning interest. Yeah. Yeah. They have to make their nut quick. quick. And so yeah. what is a better way to bust your nut than to put both of the Diaz brothers on a once-in-a-lifetime card? How many 209s are there? You can't redo a There's 209. There's only one 209. Okay. There's only so, one. And, and that's, only one that's 205, which that's sucked Stockton, California's <laughs> area code. That's no. where the Diaz no. brothers are from. It's, they, they really dropped the ball on this. You should have no put way. both of them on the card. It would have easily had over a million fucking buys. That's a 209 area? That, yeah. That's they, so cool. they fucked up. They fucked up. It should have been like, I want to say uh, Diaz GSP. GSP just fucking signed. He's just fucking signed. He's in the UFC. You could have done it. Six months sooner. Owners get at us. We're telling you. They guys. fucked up. They fucked up, and it's because they're an entertainment business. They're they're not a fighters promoter. They need they're to, they need to entertainers contact, promoter. They need they're to not, contact like, WWE. Here's the thing, what Chris is trying to say, they're not fight experts. You know, like. Like, like they don't. So they they're not gonna have the same ideas as the hardcore fan base is gonna have, or especially the people who, like Joe Rogan style, who are experts in this shit, right? All that kind of thing. So they're just thinking about how we gonna make money. Oh, let's put 
What are what are some names? That's why guys? all these belts keep popping up. Because the in owner? their mind, belts equals weightings. Which that's because that's the all. best of the best. That's not at all because we that, saw two hundred five, which fucking sucked. But what's yeah, we know it's not true, but they think that. That's what. That's one of the things that really hurts boxing. And what's the owner of two hundred WWE? Two hundred five. That's the owner of WWE. Knocked out Alvarez, but WWE. Owner. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Okay, now think about Vince McMahon. He is the smartest person when it comes to me. He didn't buy my name because my name was beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean Jesse the Body? Uh, I patented the Jesse the Body. Uh, the Body was mine. I made sure that Vince McMahon didn't own it because <laughs> I wanted to own it. <laughs> Thanks for coming back after a couple months, Jesse. <laughs> no problem. Oh, it's it. no problem at all. It's not a problem. I do anything to help the I, American people. I live in, <laughs> I live in Mexico, and you're not going to get me if you get the wall. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and no, but that's just like Vince McMahon. He's a great promoter, man. You got to think about. No, that. he is. He is, and he actually went up to Dana White and said he didn't want any stake in the UFC because you cannot predict the outcome. If you can't predict the outcome, you, you cannot create stars. stars. Which you've quoted. If you don't have stars, you won't have um, a productive business. But, that's what he said. But now, that's what makes the sport so good. But Dana White said, "Fuck you," and then he turned the UFC into what the UFC is today. So he kind of proved him wrong. But, but uh, whoa, whoa, Vince whoa, whoa. was still right about the whole stars thing. Yeah. He shat on him. Well. <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, yeah. We only have stars here and there, and yet we're still better than. You. <laughs> we're not like, okay, so that may be a little objective or subjective. I mean, I gotta pee, I gotta pee. but wait, are you real? Are you? Real? If not, I would just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like you can't lie that it's a that it does more business. Like it, it it's more popular. Like it's definitely more popular. Like like uh, the professional wrestling has its niche crowd, and definitely MMA reaches a much larger audience. Exactly, and even though like. The W or WWE has been around for over twenty. What is it? No, like forty years, fifty. I mean, it's been around forever. WWF. Like, let's look it up. I kind of have to look it up. Um, they've been around forever, but that's what I'm saying is like Vince McMahon basically saying that. I, I feel like his idea of like like Chris has quoted plenty of times. You can't make stars. You have a bunch of fucking people that don't know if they don't know the fighters. If they're in there just to make money and they don't know the fighters, they don't know how to uh, to cater to the fans at all. And like Chris said, it's uh, UFC two hundred nine. And there's several aspects to it because first off, like you can't predict stars. You can still make stars. It's proven. There's huge yeah. stars in MMA. But letting Connor do what he wants is yeah, listen. That, here's, here's, kind of biting him in the ass right the now. The difference is you like you can't predict who the star is going to be, and that's yeah. what Vince Mag was like. That's where. He was wrong. He's like, you can still make him. You just can't really predict him. Also, like, what he doesn't understand, or what a lot, what WWE doesn't understand, is that you can't just have someone who's a thoroughbred, a great athlete, and just expect them to just to win it all. You have to develop a fighter. This is something that uh, top rank promotions in boxing is the best at in boxing's business. Is they know how to match make. They know how to give a fighter just the right opponents at just the right time to develop them into the best fighter they can possibly be. So when they finally reach the top, they are ready for it. And, and they, they've seen everything. And this is something that fight experts can do in MMA. And it's something that I feel like WME doesn't know how to. They're do. not allowing the experts to do it. And what I think, like with the whole Vince McMahon thing, the reason that that stands out and the reason that that quote even stands out to you is because merchandising. Think about it. Yeah. Merchandising is the number one thing. If you can make money off merchandising, George Lucas, if he's taught us anything, well, that's where it's they merchandising and Vince McMahon, if he makes a star, he can merchandise the star. And that's where the WME is fucked right now because what yeah. they did is they signed a deal with Reebok. So Reebok gets all the merchandising, anything, because it's now sponsored by the shorts Reebok. shorts are too big, bro. So they fucked the shorts, up. The California but, kid but, taught us but that. But WME <laughs> didn't sign with Reebok. 
That was Dana White's deal. Oh, that was shit. all through Dana White. Did Dana it, White it knew. So Dana White was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck the fighters on this deal. But what I'm going to allow them to do is now fighters can go and they can make their own merch. You can go buy a Nate Diaz shirt that says represent. And it's going to directly profit Nate or Nick Diaz. Oh, so there are all these little branches of fighters promoting themselves and doing their own merch. So if you like the fighter, you represent the fighter. You but don't represent the promoter. That was Dana promoter. White's perspective. He's like, okay, I'm going to fuck him a little bit by taking the sponsors, but at the same time, it's making it look like more of a sport. Now we have uniforms. Now it's not like a NASCAR race. You're not going out there and you have a million fucking sponsors on your short. Shirts, shorts. Now it's a uniform. Now everything, now we're starting to create a sport, okay? But then WME bought it. They wanted to take merchandise. Oh, I can't because Reebok has it. So WME is going to cut Reebok off as soon as it Yeah, can. without having to pay them because once you, cut off a, once you cut off a fucking signed contract, you got to pay them the outcome. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is buy the merchandise of your favorite fighter boom. now while you can. Exactly. And make sure you go to their site. Most fighters have a site. You can go to your site, their site. You can buy a shirt. You can buy a rash guard. You can buy a lot of fucking stuff. And but you have to go to their site. It's a effect. It's a build for effect. He said, he said build says I'd rather hand my money to the fucking veteran than hand it to the company that says they're gonna hand it to yeah. the veteran. It's non-conflict cocaine. That's, that's <laughs> what it is. And that's what I wish was going on in boxing because it's really hard to find a shirt or a fucking piece of merchandise of a specific fighter. A lot of times they just don't have anything. Yeah, that's what I've been noticing about boxing too. That's actually crazy. Uh, so we have UFC 209 coming up. Which is headlined by Woodley and Thompson. We'll get to that last. First fight I want to bring up is going to be Lando Venata versus David Tremura. Now, Lando Venata was the guy who fought Tony Ferguson, who was also on this card. (laughs) But Lando Venata came out of nowhere, okay? Tony Ferguson was on a nine... Tony Ferguson was on an eight to nine fight win streak. He was going up against this one guy. That guy wound up dropping out. The UFC found this guy, Lando Venata, out of some just random amateur league. He was a pro, some random it's a, pro it's league. The, it's the sky. What is it? Where is it? The sky like fucking level, like the, the cloud, cloud level. City. Got Cloud City. <laughs> Boom, bitch. Found out of cloud, cloud City. city. It's right near California. <laughs> and Lando Venata actually f- hurt Tony Ferguson in the first round. Had him badly hurt. We thought Tony might go down. Tony weathered the storm. Came back. Wound up. Finishing Lando. Whether the storm cloud TKO. City, like just but the proof, the, but the 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 actual meaning of this is that Lando proved himself to be a top fighter against one of the the best the fighters best in, the in yeah, the best one fifty five division. Darth right Vader. Now. I just said that <laughs> they fought against him. <laughs> At one fifty five is lightweight, correct? This correct. Is, this is the division that Conor McGregor is currently the champion of. Correct. He won it from Eddie Alvarez. So Conor McGregor is the champion at 155. And in this division, Tony Ferguson is like number one contender. It's, it's, he's number two. Number he, he should, to, to be honest, he should be number one. He's on an 11 fight win streak Damn. in the hardest division in the UFC. 155 is the, the hardest. What, what weight class is it? Sorry, I, I, lightweight. Lightweight. Sorry, I apologize. I know I've been here. No, you're fine. Times, you're fine. And, and, and it's fucked up because. Boxing and like they should be the same fucking, and they're not. We talked about that. It makes it, it makes it more difficult. Yeah, it makes it more it difficult. Does. But anyways, um, yeah, so anyways, division is one thirty-five. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, so Lando is the real deal. So this Check is going to be a nice, a, a nice fight to see him again. He actually got knocked out of the year last year with his spinning heel kick, and he dropped the dude flat. It was uh, McDesi. It was Lando Venado versus something McDesi. First round, spinning heel kick, knocked him clean the fuck out, got knocked out of the year. So Lando's the real deal. I'm really, really excited for that fight, but I know nothing of this David Tamur. He's coming from what's called the tough... John John McDesi versus Lando. John McDesi, thank yeah. you. Um, he was... 
he's coming up in these tough series. So what the UFC does is called the Ultimate Fighter Series. And for the first couple years, they were legit. They were getting really good talent out of these competitions. But now it's really watered down. They produce it twice a year. They have forced drama. It's like it was there to make UFC a thing. But now the UFC is a thing. And it just does not need this tough championship thing. 24-7. And they keep fucking doing it. I mean, it's it's reality TV now. Yeah, it's reality. But they have to fight still. People like the fights are still yeah, real. Course, it's just it's reality television. People so. don't understand that reality television isn't just like, oh, we set up a camera because guess what? Most of your lives are boring as fuck. You don't yep. have conflict. Yep. To, reality TV is is drama television. So they Big it's drama scripted. Show. They, they script it. And they they allow you to be uh, to improvise, which is great because you can be funny. Connor was mm-hmm. on it and he was and hilarious. They can, they can edit. They like uh, And they edit like, it I've, I've, I've listened yeah, to like, I've, like, I've yeah. heard people talk on podcasts who worked on these shows like, oh, they edit this shit out of it yeah. so you don't there could be nothing happening they create they, narratives they will, they will really create, yeah. the editors of the show are the ones that create the whole entire reality so get at me show. if you want me to edit your uh-huh. UFC show uh-huh. I don't mind it I can edit it I can anyways, anyways that's gonna that's be a great show. fucking fight I have no idea David Tremor is I really think Venata is gonna smoke him this is Tremor's first true competition he's only fought in that tough house so he was fighting other like semi-pro fighters this is his first actual UFC fight and he's fighting he's going against a legit fucking guy so if he wins like right on we have another guy he's ranked lower than he was it doesn't matter but now we have another guy that has serious skills and that's what I want I want more people with serious fucking skills that's something the heavyweight division is completely lacking next fight I'm super stoked for is uh, Mark Hunt versus Alistair Overeem I saw that that's gonna be a great fucking fight and you've talked Mark Hunt that's a fight to watch just because both of them are strikers Alistair Overeem is a multi multi time kickboxing champion. Now, in the UFC, six and four. Not great, not horrible, but he's pretty mediocre within the UFC because he's not, like you were saying about Garcia, a well rounded fighter. He's great at striking, he's, he's mediocre on the ground. He has a great guillotine, and that's about it. But he has. Great kicks. He's really big. He's really long. That's going to be an amazing fucking well, fight. If Mark Hunt they're going to play into each other's strengths, and it's going to be a fireworks. Yeah, show. it's going to be fireworks. Next is Rashad Evans versus Dan Kelly. The only reason that I wanted to bring this one up is because Rashad Evans kept getting denied. He went to New York. They didn't the, pass didn't him for medical it, reasons. They and again? then he went to he went to uh, I want to say New Jersey or something like that. They wouldn't let him fight. Now. I'm not sure where 209's at. Nebraska. It's at. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Everybody can fight there. It's, got, it's in it's some stadium. It's going to be huge. But it's in Canada. It's going to be huge. I'm excited to see Rashad come back. It's against Dan Kelly, who's a veteran. He's kind of like a gatekeeper. So it's not against someone who's a burner, who's going to go in there and knock him out. He's going to open the gate. He's a gatekeeper. Uh-huh. So yeah. that's a really great fucking fight for Evans, who's coming off a gnarly knockout loss. He's coming off two camps that he didn't actually get to fight. His body's hurt. So that's a great fucking fight for Evans. But now, the two that me and Andy want to talk about Khalib. the most. First one is not okay. Khabib, oh, Khabib, it's Habib. I know there's a K. I know there's a K. It's a silent it's K. It's a like silent K. K. It's silent K, just like KKK. Habib Namagameda. So it's really Habib Namagameda. Don't be breathing on me like that. This is Tony, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. So it's well, one and the two, right? Is silent, it's one o- versus the two. The T is Finally. silent. It's Oni Ferguson. <laughs> so, so to so to reiterate. This is the 155 division. This is lightweight. Correct. Conor McGregor, the biggest star in MMA, is the champion. Yep. And the number one and number two contenders are going to fight each other for that shot at Conor. Yep. Like, 
This, like, how's that not going to be fun to watch? It's, it's amazing. It's, the sea it's is silent. It's Honor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> honor his reputation. The thing is... Magana Madoff is a great wrestler, correct? Sambo wrestler. Yeah. Yes. So Sambo, it's like... Um, so regular wrestling doesn't allow you to really clinch. So what Sambo, it adds the entire clinch game. Regular wrestling, you don't really sit up there and clinch, meaning like no, it's hug on each the, it's other on the ground. and you do a little bit of judo. Like clinch is, clinch is mostly judo. So where you, you're using your hips, you're using your shoulders, and you're using your elbows. But Sambo, oh yeah, Sambo allows you to do that. Regular wrestling, you don't really, it's you're not standing on the ground. up there. You're shooting for a takedown or you're, you're going for a single leg. Yeah. You know, you're trying to lift them up, put them down, be on top of them. It's it, an extra dimension. It's and he's, an extra and he's dimension. Great at and it. he's not just great. He might be like the best we've ever seen in the UFC at this certain type of wrestling. Once he gets guys on the ground, I have not seen anybody be able to recover. Recover, put put up any type of like BDSM, uh, dude. Blocking exactly. for his passes. He just passes at will. The last fight he was fought Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson tagged him in the first fucking round with a left and a right, and they were wide fucking hooks. Like, not great technique, but Habib constantly presses. He's constantly coming forward, and he's trying to strike. Now, he's not a striker. He has decent striking, but he's not a striker, and Michael Johnson fucking caught him, and as soon as he caught him, Habib shot, took him down, and for the next two rounds, beat his ass ass and he was looking at Dana White as he's elbowing this dude in the face I want Connor I want title shot I am the real deal I am this I am that because he's from Kazakhstan so he talks with his deep Kazakhstan yeah deep deep that's where Gennady's from yeah (laughs) I want Connor I love Connor yeah I want (laughs) Connor and he's saying that as he's elbowing the guy in the face this is is Kazakhstan (laughs) (laughs) we in the Kazakhs we big drama show and then eventually Dana White you've all seen Borat we no. <laughs> and then he finally like looks away from Dana and then he just finishes Michael Johnson. TKO, second round. But, but, Habib has a somewhat, I, I don't want to say padded, because he only has four fights within the UFC. What happened is he kept getting fucking injured and injured and injured and injured, and then he would come back and then injured and injured. And so nobody really expected him to get this far. Everybody knew he had the talent. We all saw it. He has weak bones. He has weak bones, and nobody thought that he would get it's to like, this point. But It's like being big-boned. He, he hasn't lost in the UFC. He's like 6-0. and oh. He hasn't lost in the UFC. He hasn't lost in his pro career at all. He has not lost once he turned pro in MMA, and it's because of his Sambo wrestling. But he has not gone against anybody that has Worth the ground game okay. that has the ground game of Tony Ferguson. No one that he has gone against is on Tony Ferguson's level. All right, so what's Ferguson's background in in ground game? Like what's what Well, he- he's a 10th planet Brazilian or sorry, 10th planet black belt which is under Eddie Bravo. So a 10th planet black belt uses I'm trying to explain conspiracy this. theory to <laughs> like okay, you know so, chemtrails okay. right <laughs> so easiest so way is Eddie Bravo okay. is a huge conspiracy theorist the guy's so, fucking crazy he, he's a two time black a, belt he's in BJJ which is traditional Brazilian Jiu Jitsu where you're in the full guard that we always talk about where you squeeze them and yeah it, the rape thing drains that them. you guys always do yeah, yeah. BDSM <laughs> we just talked about this like so minutes traditional ago. BJJ you aren't using like, BDJJ what is this part of your leg your called calf? that's called the shank yeah, I guess it's your it's calf called the shank yeah. and we cook so usually, it well you do use your calf it's, 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 it's just so hard your to calf explain and 
without being able to show you. So in traditional BJJ, when you're in full guard, that's what you want to do. You want to be able to pull them towards you. You want to wrap your legs around their hips and then grab the back of their head and pull them down to you. So now you have control over them. If they start to try to get up, you can pull down on their head and you can also squeeze your legs together and you drain the energy from their stomach, making them really fucking weak. And if you can sit there and you can control them for a it's solid exactly, two or like three minutes. BDSM, we just yeah, talked yeah. about this, that's dude. What, that's what like uh, constrictor snakes do is they squeeze and they wait for you to breathe out. As soon as you breathe out, they squeeze tighter and they just hold it. So you can't suck air back in. Yeah. If you can't suck air back in, you're automatically exhausted. See, boom, Veronica brought up Puppa. This is a snake. This is a snake. This is a, this is a, this is a BDSM. This is a snake. Snake style. This is a snake style. Snake style. Okay. This is a movie. Ice Cube style. That's your traditional route of BJJ. And then what happened is Eddie Bravo came along. Fell in love with BJJ, fell in love with Henzo Gracie, fell in love with the Gracies, went, trained with the Gracies, figured out all this BJJ out, and then he was like, you know what, what if I do this? And what if I do this? And he made a hybrid version of BJJ, essentially. That's why Eddie Bravo's so good, because yeah. he's always on Fight uh, fight Companion. Well, that's always. why he's there, because he made a whole nother style of Jiu-Jitsu, and now it's 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, and what they do... It's conspiracy Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> they, use, they use their limbs a lot more, and they're able to do a lot trickier stuff because in traditional BJJ you want to use your thighs and your shoulders within 10th planet you can use your forearm and your calf well, like in order say, to like put thigh, them into a choke thighs and shoulders those are like those are the like the connection connecting parts of like your strongest limbs like, your only limbs right for instance like it's like that fucking spot right there like these this is what helps you control your legs this is what helps you control your arms so is that the idea of like well yeah that's the idea of yeah, traditional, traditional. It's, 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 it's like those are the closest to your body so you have the most power in them oh, okay so use that so, so because if there's a bigger guy on you you need to be able to use all your strength but you also need to be able to control them so you want to take them at their strongest point and drain their energy okay. so you use these certain points and you drain their energy what eddie did is he said i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna make my guard amazing with traditional style but then i'm gonna mix traditional it up i'm gonna Say i'm right. gonna <laughs> add shit that i can like i can choke you out with my sh my shin this and my shin forearm. style <laughs> i can somehow put you in some sort of choke with my shin and my form and it's all flexibility you have to be so fucking flexible to do this shit that any yoga you have yoga style yeah you do yeah. You're like guaranteed hot yoga style too, hot not yoga. that bullshit that's what joe rogan, <laughs> joe rogan takes hot yoga style uh, apparently that's the shit so Sexy anyway yoga style. <laughs> the the type of ground game that he is at is so beyond now it's different because it's not wrestling a wrestler doesn't have that skill set a wrestler isn't gonna let you take him down so if you take him down now you're doing traditional wrestling whereas what Tony might do is he might invite him to take him down and he might invite him to get on top of him because he's gonna be showing Habib shit that he hasn't seen before now I'm sure he's seen it in training I'm sure he's seen it here and there, but he hasn't in seen passing. it it's not on this type knows, of skill yeah. level. Well, someone who knows Tony what the fuck Ferguson has the most darsh chokes in the UFC. The darsh chokes one of the hardest chokes to get because it's all based upon compression. You have to 
position yourself to where your body is compressing against their body as well as having somewhat of a guillotine choke but you can't have it with just a choke you have to position your body right you have to walk around while you're on the ground you have to compress the guy's neck down to get the darsh choke it's one of the hardest chokes to get and he has the most of them because he's gangster because people shoot in on him <laughs> because he's gangster and then he, that's it right there he'll have the headlock and then he'll allow him to take him down and then the guy thinks, okay, now I'm going to immediately go to a side position where his legs aren't going to be around my waist. I'm going to make his legs to either the left of my waist or the right of my waist. And what that allows him to do is get that darse choke and apply that compression because the guy is swinging out and he's allowing him to compress down on his neck. Because so, he thinks he's doing something else. He doesn't so realize. Tony the hardest has, He's not going to do the hardest stroke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me swing the laser on. So Tony has the skill to do a lot of stuff on the ground. And he has no slouch on the feet. But I haven't seen anybody able to handle Habib's pressure and just mauling of you once you're on the ground. He saps your fucking energy. He makes you... Expand all your energy and then he just beats you fucking up. So this is going to be such an amazing fight. Tony has it on the feet. He has it on the feet. He's a Kung Chai, Kung Chi guy or whatever. <laughs> he does this little shit with the the wood mannequins and it's like all, all the slap things. And he has to slap them and then they go Jeet back. Kundo? and shit. Yeah, G- yeah uh, exactly. That's the Bruce Lee one. It's one of the martial arts. He's he's all into the martial arts. Um, But he also has traditional. He has some boxing. He has some kickboxing. He's really, really good on the feet as well. But I just haven't seen anybody besides Michael Johnson that has given Habib any sort of... Of resistance, trouble. yeah, or <laughs> resistance, and I think this is his first real test. Michael Johnson was, but he wasn't, because Michael Johnson has no ground game, and he's not known for takedown defense. Like Michael Johnson is a, a striker. How is like Tony's takedown defense? I, he invites the takedown. I so mean, we he can. So we don't really know exactly because when he wants to stuff it, he'll stuff it. That's the thing, is he? Because since he's so good, he could potentially be able to break. Habib's uh, takedowns. That's what I'm saying. And keep it on the feet and where keep he him has on the, the feet advantage. Where he has the advantage. For long enough. And he's really. longer. He's, a, I want to say, a solid seven to eight inches longer than Habib. So this is definitely a pick'em fight, I yeah. feel like. This so is who, a hard fight. Who are you favoring? I'm going Tony because I think he has more skills. I know, I know Habib can wrestle, and I know he's going to take him down. I just think Tony is going to actually be able to attack him off the ground, whereas... All of his other competition hasn't been able to attack him off the ground. They've been just laying there getting beat up. Whereas Tony is going to give him some real threats. It might be an armbar, something as simple as an armbar. It might be something like a Darce. It might be something like uh, Kumora. But he's really good off of his back. And I don't think Habib's going to be able to get those advantage positions that he's been getting on everybody else because Tony's going to be able to attack him when he's going to make his pass. Or he's going to do this. He's going to start hitting him, and Tony's going to slide right out. So I think Tony's going to take it. I do think that it's going to go to the third. And I think Tony will get him in the third. Because I think Habib is going to squeeze him so much in those first two rounds that he's going to expend all of his fucking energy because he's not ready for Tony's ground Yeah, game. squeezing him a snake style. We just talked about but that. But I'm not going to lie. I could see Habib going in there, taking him down, and smashing him in the fucking first round. I just have nope, not you're, seen... You already picked Tony. It's no, too I, late. I, I, I'm Tony. You, you, I'm you're Tony. Tony fan. And okay. I think... Okay, I don't know I don't know which round. I think... Okay, here's Habib's my pick. Habib's a Muslim, we my know. My pick <laughs> is Tony by submission. What round? I do not know. But I think Tony will get him with a submission. Okay, so you're picking Tony by... Okay. 
Tony's an American so, name. Habib is a Muslim name. Let's we know get, they're not allowed here. Let's get to this the, this main event. And then we got the main event. Which now, is, that fir- the first fight between these two guys was fucking Tyron awesome. Woodley and Steven Thompson. Amazing fight. Because... But, but let me say this. Hold on. I want to say this first. Adney took a screenshot of Instagram. And even before I saw Chris post it, Adney posted a UFC picture, a screenshot, and he's like, dude, sack. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Look at this. Fucking like... Freaking out, and it's like I, I know I brought this up plenty of times, but that's awesome. I'm glad about it. It's like Chris, like holy shit, I didn't even know about 209. What's that about? Please. And it's like Adam knows more than like, like the, <laughs> it was funny like the day before. I know more than both of you guys now. Nonito Donaire, fucking Montiel. Yeah, yeah. So but, awesome uh, that, that um, I love that dude. Okay, so <laughs> it's an appreciation for both. So here it is. So last, so last year we got that fight between Tyrone Woodley, who is the champ. He's the welterweight champ. Is he? Is he the champ? Or is Cannon Bridge? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, Who's is champ? he? Because it was a draw. So this is my no. Num- that means you're the champ still, though. That's fair, but this is my number one complaint with Woodley. I think he's a great champion, but how can you be satisfied with a draw? He did not want this fight, and that kind of leaves a little bit he of didn't want something it? in my mind. He, he wanted want to go it? for GSP. He wanted to go for someone else. He wanted the big money fight next. He's like, I already fought you. Wait, he asked for GSP? Yeah, he asked for GSP. To be fair. And he also asked for Connor. To be but fair, to be fair, those are the two biggest paydays he could, like, why he's a prize fighter. And then he also asked for Michael Bisping, but see, the 185 your, champ. This is your problem. This That's your, bold. I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, give me some credit. Like, I'm not like, okay, so would you rather, like, this guy gave you a tough fucking fight, you can make good money, or do you want to make amazing money but on the, the biggest stage possible against I mean, Connor I mean, you, fucking McGregor. You can make that's internet fair. money. You want internet money? Uh, <laughs> no. GSP, he's one of the greatest of all time. And don't, don't shit on a draw, Don't shit on a draw. Have you and your girl ever came at the same time? That's a draw. <laughs> but that's a good thing, because if you like, come first, you don't win. This no, is not fair. No. She wins, this and that's dude bullshit. This was so great that he was in Captain America Winter Soldier. It's the best Marvel movie. This dude was so great that he became president of the United States in 2016. Boom. Fuck off, Steven. The greatest. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Fuck so, off, Steven. <laughs> that first fight was great because he had uh, Wonderboy Thompson. He won three rounds. He was great on the outside. He used like his fucking legs beautifully. But Tyrone, he only won with two rounds. But one of those rounds, he dominated. Dominated. He had. He, I think he, he easily could have got with. Okay, see, so here's his wrestling was fantastic. Here's what's tricky because this was all under the old scoring. Okay, old scoring. They weren't implementing, 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 implementing. implementing. God damn! Like a mint. What you need right now? Oh, trouble. Oh, horrible. <laughs> implementing the new 10-7 rounds. There are now 10-7 rounds within MMA. So a 10-8 round is going to be a lot more common within MMA. And so what happened is, if the new scoring was here. Taiwan would have won that fight because he would have had two 10-8 rounds. That first round, Wonderboy got absolutely dominated. He did not land more than, I want to say, seven punches. He got taken down within the first minute, and then he sat his ass down the entire time and took punches and took punishment the entire time. Couldn't pass. Couldn't put him in the half guard. Couldn't do anything Wait, off of his so back. The, so the point the point system has changed? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. And I don't think the fans knew that either. You're right. The so point I system has changed. Okay, thank you. So now you can have 10-7 rounds. Okay. So the old rounds... So, okay, so, explain that. So the so old rounds that used to be a 10-8 when somebody... like Okay, so like Tyrone Woodley in the fourth round knocked Stephen Thompson 
on his ass. Bam! Sat him down. And then he beat his fucking ass as he was trying to get up. Completely dominated. He got war for five minutes. A 10 8 round. For five minutes. The got entire round. The so entire that round. earned, like, so usually you would score around 10 9. And but then he also so, had him in a guillotine so, so where he almost choked him so out. So here's the thing you have two fighters. Okay, so me and Chris are fighting, and Chris edges the round. He wins it. He gets 10. It's 10 9. But let's say what Chris did, what uh, um, Woodley did, and he dropped me, and then he just wrestle fucked me the entire round, got me in a guillotine, guillotine, but I somehow managed to survive. You should have, you almost popped my head off. Yeah, <laughs> I survived the round. That's okay. Heavy. Now that was that was because you were so dominant. That deserves an extra point. So that before they they added a point, so they made a 10-8 round. But now they've extended it. So now if you're especially dominant, you can get as much as a 10. Seven round. If you did something like Woodley did in that first round of that first exactly. fight, because he dropped him hard. It wasn't like a oh flash knockdown. It was no, you got fucking rocked. And this doesn't leave the point system to determine the fight because you can it go back. Does. No, it, it does it, even it, more. But it does not actually get it's it, still it, very subjective. That's the problem yeah, with all the with problem. all scoring and yeah, combat yeah, sports. But it still it gives very the, subjective. And the fact that he he got so it's a huge knockdown, a domination of fucking you know the whole fight, just keeping the fight where he wanted it, plus. The choke that he sunk in, all those things could add up, particularly to a three-point yeah. deficit. Yeah. So, so that's so that's what they're going to be able to do now, and because they're going to do that, that makes a 10-8 easier to get, yeah, more common. Exactly. So now, if you were back and scored that old, that first fight, Woodley would have won by a point. By a point. Oh yep. shit! So, it, well, I mean, it benefits the person who is most dominant, right? Basically. But see, the problem is, Wonderboy didn't dominate the rounds that he won. He won. He won. But they're 10-9 rounds. There's no way you could go through it and score it for a 10-8. He wasn't dominant in any of those rounds. He landed a lot of body shots, but Tyrone did not take a lot of damage. He landed. Yeah. Wonderboy landed, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't very hard shots that, that Tyrone was taking. It's like the Lomachenko being hit, and he's like, that's all you got? Remember that like, whole thing <laughs> on the Stevenson fight? Like, right over the Stevenson. You mean the Walters? Was that the fight that it was, that he was hitting him fucking hell hard, the black guy? Yeah. yeah. Nicholas, so I apologize. Nicholas Walters hit him some fucking like you were like, oh shit. But Lomachenko was like, is that all? Is that all you got? Like, is that all you got? Like that you know he had the accent. Nice, nice this, you, have Af- you have African style. But what it does is it puts an emphasis on not just punches landed, but the clean effectiveness of the punches, the damage taken, because it's like, who would you rather have been in that round? It's still who unfortunate. Did the most damage because it, it's it's this system is going to more favor the fighter that did more damage. It's still and that's what's important. The scoring is still wrong. They're, they're not. They're coming from a boxing standpoint, and they need to completely erase that. And I'm not, not the saying same thing. no. It's combat that, like, sports, but it's not the same. It's sport. not like you can't yeah, you can't base it on stand up. They're not taking into account takedown defense. They're not taking into account. Clinch control. They're not taking into account how many times you take him down. But not just that you took him down. Did you actually do something with the takedown? The Ring control. They're not taking all this. They're just taking boxing's little template and then they're putting it on MMA. They're evolving from boxing when it's a different sport. The scoring still isn't there. And I think what we're going to eventually get is 20-point rounds because you have to add categories. You have to add the clinch and you have to add the round. I think that would just overcomplicate it if you just add the numbers. Maybe. I I think instead of just adding the number, you could keep it with the 10 point that's fair system but it's more about teaching judges how to properly like score what does that mean like does does um does one really hard clean shot 
equate to an actual successful takedown? Or like that, that's the question choke. you have to ask. Yeah. Like, like, um, like, let's say like, in that first round of Stephen Wonderboy Thompson and Tyron Woodley, where Tyron Woodley just took him down, dominated. Let's say for four minutes, Tyron Woodley took him down, dominated him. Then they pop back up in that last minute, and Stephen Wonderboy Thompson lands a fucking roundhouse kick to the fucking jaw and drops, drops Woodley. Who wins that round? And then on top of that, how do you score it? Is it a 10-10? Is it a 9-9? Do they go off the... Well, what do you the, do? And that's why, minutes, this, that's, why this, that's why the scoring yeah. has to be more specific. It can't just be... I oh, I knocked him down. I like specific yeah, and I not more scoring that, specific like, is a good point. That's the thing is, like, in that case, it does seem like it should be, like, an even round. Exactly. That should be an even round. The, the, the problem is trying to blend how you score, uh, like, wrestling. How do you score ground game? Like, cause like, okay, so, so many like, different things like, built into one. Because it's like, yeah, it's, it's hard. Listen, it's hard. It's a Power Rangers move. It's all the things <laughs> when, built when into you're, one. When you're judging, um, let's, when you're judging in boxing, uh, uh, and the round goes by, what you judge by the number one thing you look at is clean, effective punching. Um, it's not, it's not every punch means a point. That's not what it means at all. Because one guy can land twenty shots, another guy lands thirty shots. But those thirty shots were all pity patty bullshit, and the twenty were actually significant. I can land fifty shots on Adney, his one shot will knock me out. But I landed fifty shots, so I win. Yeah, you so know what you I mean. You don't want to do that. It's just and, you, and like you also you have to. So that, once again, it's so subjective combat it's sports. Judge, so you have to really sit there and think. Okay, but that guy did more. That's the number one question: is who did more damage? That's that what I round. think. That's the number one criteria: who so, did more and damage? That, and also becomes a question because if you got one guy for two and a half minutes, did a lot of great wrestling. Did, had some good takedowns and just controlled the fight, had great control on the ground. And then for the second two and a half minutes, the other guy just beat the shit out of him and just landed combinations. What, what do you do? Like, do you, do you, do you equate the two? Are he has they, to be well informed. Equal? The guy has to be well informed on, on multiple platforms. Like, like, he has to be well informed. He landed like a bunch of really good punches, but he also kept control for this long. He also took, he had those great takedowns. Is that the same? There has to be like, Okay, who I think who did more damage has to be the so, I just feel like the, so the commentator you, has to be well informed or the if, judge. If you're doing who did more damage is staying on top of somebody and wrestling, is that as much physical damage as actually getting hit in the face? Man, I feel like it I feel like if if it, it, it could change. Let's say for the first two and a half minutes, Wonderboy knocked Tyrone down with a fucking spinning back kick. But then those next two and a half minutes, Tyrone came back and then dominated him on the ground. I think I would I would favor Tyrone because he had to come back from adversity, come back, and then dominate well, the him. Thing, for the, like the thing, it's though. so hard. I was thinking, you're, you're, but in that case, you're creating a narrative. You're creating you know a story mean? instead of a. You're creating, just, a, you're creating a story in your head of how you should do it because of this seems like instead of saying objectively who did what in the round, looking at the round, just the round as a whole, like who did what in that round, who did the most damage, even if that boy, that guy came back, it's like, well, he didn't do enough to overcome. Well, then it, that that would negate even. That would mean person, if Woodley yeah. did something mundane at the end of the round, he somehow negated all the great that's work true. that Woodley yeah, yeah, did. No, that's a, so it, it really is like, so if you're doing it as the typical way of you score a boxing round of who did the most damage, it's difficult because it would favor striking over yeah. wrestling because yeah. actual striking yeah. will damage a body more than wrestling another body. Yeah. So once it, so there well, wrestling be, does it, it drains your stamina. So by that third round, you yeah, are exactly. rolling. Good job. They don't think about stamina. Yeah, they think it, about the thing though. It makes you impact. tired. What this you can see. It makes you tired. Yes. And it can make great things happen later on. But in that round, right in that, that round, yeah. in that round, getting somebody tired isn't do the same as damage as me kicking you in the face. That's true. That's true. Let's test this out. 
like, <laughs> like I tire you. If I, like if you tire me out, like we start rolling right now, you're gonna tire me the fuck out. But I'll be okay. But if we start like we start bare knuckle fucking fighting and I knock you out, who's gonna feel it worse tomorrow? That's Is true. Like, yeah, so. see, like it's it's fucking it, so. Scoring's a different thing, but anyways, going back to the fight, so UFC needs to get all touch of us. Reebok, get it, get at us. No, we didn't have Brandon, a, Brandon, we, Brandon Shops brought this up a million times. But we didn't have an answer. Oh yeah, we, we, and we don't. And, and no <laughs> one have the answer. No uh, one does have the answer right now. Bear like, fight. We fight a bear, and the, the, the whoever wins the bear wins the fight. Well, then Habib wins because <laughs> Habib was wrestling bear. bears. The fight wins the no, bear. No, whoever wins the <laughs> bear. No, he would rather die from a bear than a horse. If you have a pet bear, guess what? You win. Simple as that. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> um, okay, so what? here's how I see this fight going down. <laughs> the first fight, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson was super tentative. He was tentative because he knew that if he threw a leg kick, Tyrone's going to shoot. Well, the then word is sensitive. Sorry. Tentative. <laughs> I know, I'm sure. Oh, you fucked this me up with that <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I think this time, I think Wonderboy's game plan is going to come out, and he's going to be firing. He's, he wants to take those first three rounds. He does not want to get taken down, and he does not want to let Tyrone dictate what he throws. That was the biggest problem in the first fight, was Wonderboy would not unleash. He would be right in front of him, like like two feet away from him, easily within Tyrone's fucking distance that he could knock him, drop him, but he was... Constantly uh, pumping him into submission. <laughs> he was fainting, but he wasn't throwing. I the fainting put Tyrone on his heels. It put him on his heels, so Tyrone didn't want to shoot as much. He was waiting for that leg kick. He was waiting for this to shoot, but he didn't. So I think this time Wonderboy is going to come out way more aggressive, and he is going to be throwing all sorts of shit. He's going to be throwing spinning back fists, spinning fucking roundhouses. He is going to make it a showcase this time because he doesn't feel that he did enough last time. He thinks that he played his distance correctly, and I don't. I think if he goes out there and he is more aggressive, he's going to get fucked up, and he's going to get fucked up quick. But this is how I think his game plan is going to be. I think he's going to go in there. He's going to be throwing a lot more, but he thinks that he has the distance down, and I think what that's going to lead to is probably a... Second or third round, fucking right or left hook from Tyrone. He's gonna get swarmed. It's gonna and be this that time, right hand. <laughs> this time, I don't think Tyrone is gonna let up. He's gonna, he's gonna get on top of him. And I, I see, I see yeah, this fight going. He needs to fucking Chuck Norris it up, kick him in the face. Let's not forget, uh, uh, Wonderboy Thompson found his rage in that second round. He won the second, the third, and the fourth. Yeah. But what happened in the fifth? No, no, no. He won the second, the third, and the fifth. The fourth round was, was fourth? when Woodley knocked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, the point is like... Um, you don't know UFC. <laughs> no, no, stop. Thompson, he was winning rounds, mm-hmm. and then Woodley was able to come back. He like So he was able... When he started wrestling again, and he knows... And he talked about, I should have wrestled more, yep. I should wrestle more. So if he tries... If he comes in without thinking, I need to land that one big shot. Like, and just thinking, like, I could, but the concentration is on the wrestling. Because when yep. we're on the ground, he's a puncher UFC. All... He's a puncher see, UFC. He needs to be UFC puncher. But see, the problem like is, said earlier. I think, I think Wonderboy is going to knock him with a knee. I think Tyrone's going to shoot on him because Wonderboy is going to be swinging so much. And Wonderboy is going to come up with a fucking knee and just nail him right in the jaw. So I don't think Tyrone can just go in there and think he's going to wrestle fuck him. He's definitely got a time. Oh, that's the difference. He right. has to be smart about when he shoots. That's what he did the first fight. He was smart when he shot. Now, he didn't shoot nearly enough. He did not use his wrestling nearly enough. But it did allow Wonderboy to get comfortable and it allowed Wonderboy to get close enough 
for Woodley to knock him with the deadly shot and to get that 10-8 round. I think if Woodley goes in there and he's just wrestle-fucking him, now Wonderboy's going to be way far away from you, and now you're in a kickboxing match slash karate point fight, which is exactly something you don't want to do with Wonderboy Thompson. The reason why Woodley was successful in the first fight was because he didn't shoot as much. So he can't go in there strictly with the wrestling game plan. But he has, he has great, I'm talking top five level sparring partners. There's this kid named Sage Northcutt who has so much fucking potential. And he's a point karate fighter just like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. And that's who he has to train against. And, he, and Sage Northcutt is just a two inches or so. Smaller than Thompson, but it's the exact same technique. They both come from point fight karate. It's the exact same technique. So Wonderboy or so Woodley is sitting there every day training with a guy that he knows is the exact same technique as Wonderboy Thompson. The only difference is Wonderboy Thompson is more of a technician. He's way more precise, and his movement is a thousand times fucking better. So that's what Woodley's gonna have to make. Uh, in the cage adjustment, but he's already fought but that's, that's, But that's the way it always is, though. You're never like if your sparring partner was better than your opponent, then yeah. you'd be then fighting, you'd be fighting your, fighting sparring your sparring partner. <laughs> so I, it, it's, it's, it's let me fight Freddie Roach. <laughs> <laughs> he's Good. retarded. I can win this. <laughs> but like you can't, like you cannot like undercut how important the preparation is, how important sparring is before a fight, how important all that stuff is, and the fact that he has the perfect. Uh, uh, the, the perfect preparation against someone like like the same style that stuff. It's very it really is important to do that stuff. So um yeah uh, I have no I I have no idea who I favor personally. Do you have a favorite? I favor Woodley. I I can <laughs> Woodley's only been knocked out one time. But what I can see is Wonderboy going to the body a lot more. The because body. <laughs> what Woodley was doing was he was constantly guarding his face, and Wonderboy was sitting there tentative. He was constantly trying to find an opening to hit him in the face. I think what Thompson's going to do this time is go to the body a lot more, wear him down a little bit, and then... But see, what that opens up is it opens up Woodley's takedown. The more Thompson goes to the body, the more susceptible he is to the takedown and and the last thing thompson wants to do is get taken down it's going to be an amazing fight i got woodley in three rounds i think he's gonna i think he's gonna i think he's just gonna close the distance wait for a shot thompson's gonna throw he's gonna shoot he's gonna take him down and he's just gonna wear him the fuck out good fucking point so that's fight talk i gotta pee Sugar the cash, So we went all this over earlier, but I just want to knock it out. Annie says we did it before, but we didn't. We didn't say the oldest. 60 and up. We said celebrity. I'll give you that. But this one is specifically Well, Annie believes the only celebrity is 60 and up. Ah! So that's fun. Who is Leo the is oldest the- celebrity that you would sleep with? It's like 60 and up. 60 to fucking the Frank Sinatra, Fredding. <laughs> living, you fuck. Did he say living? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. he stupid. still lives on, oh boy. You don't think he lives on? No, it gotta be He doesn't living. live on? That's fine. It's okay. still fun if you do. Through my heart, through your heart, he's timeless. Because if you go 90 and up, there's only one. It's Betty White. And you don't want to break her. And you're like, oh no, it's Betty White. You will oh, she'll break, break you, Betty White. <laughs> she will break no, Chris Smith. break Betty White. She'd be like, you got one more? <laughs> I still have a came. <laughs> the one grandma from uh, Beer Fest. 
Beer Fest, one who slapped in the sausage used to be a prostitute. <laughs> yep. That one. oldest profession. Mine's right. Christy Brinkley. All fucking day. She's how 67. And she she's 67. Prime. I don't Prime know. How, I don't know how old Helen Mirren is. She's. Uh, I think I saw. I think it was like Helen Mirren. I think she's 64. I want to say. It's close. It's close. Anne Hathaway looks 60 to me. Ah! So I'll <laughs> fuck Anne Hathaway if that's what it means. <laughs> Anne Hathaway doesn't count. You don't know any of the older celebrities. Uh, I wrote one down. I don't believe in old people. What the fuck was people, her name? So <laughs> we're I fine. I don't believe in old people. She's 71. Woo! Se- 70. So Helen Mirren oh. all day. I said earlier, I'd fuck Trump. He's a celebrity and he's old. Oh, dude. This- Only because of the words by saying like, yeah, I fuck the president. What's up? Like, that's that's a thing. Yeah, you know but Trump I mean? wouldn't let you fuck him. You'd have to get fucked. No, 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 no. Doesn't no, matter what he wants. No. <laughs> No, because he would lie. He'd be like, fake dick. He's a total fake dick. Fake dick. Not even, like, not even about it. He never it. fucked me. He said I, he, said no he was great. No one would ever fuck me. I'm the manliest I'm man. I'm great, and he knows All it right, now. All right, let's go to the next thing. Three perfect tits, regular vag. Two basic tits, roasted beef vag. Ooh, I've had plenty of roasted beef vag. I want the three tits. Because that's because I grew up watching Total Recall. I was just about to say Total Recall. I was just about to say Total Recall. He's a Schwarzenegger fan. Huge Schwarzenegger fan as a kid. Huge Schwarzenegger fan. I would love to try out three tits and plus a perfect I would fuck Schwarzenegger. He's over 60. That's an easy question. All right. Fuck one, kill one, Marion. Hitler, Stalin, Genghis Khan. Ooh. You don't want to fuck Hitler because he's into some weird shit. No. I'm fucking Hitler. I'm no, killing Stalin, Genghis me, Khan and I'm marrying Stalin. You're marrying Stalin. I'm marrying no, Stalin. No, no, no. I'm fucking Genghis Khan because I'd be related to 90% of the world. That's not good. Which is fine. That's not good. That's not a good I can thing. kill people and be like, they're my that family. That means everyone's going to be short and peacocky. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you I trying to say? I think Stalin is colorful. Probably people the be colorful. So yeah, I dude. Stalin is because he wins. And the... And I, like, Wins is a relative term, but I mean, <laughs> in the war, Genghis Khan no, would be his one. He Genghis Khan has killed lives. more. Genghis Khan has killed more than any other. Yeah, but that was in a day where I Shut wouldn't want to live. We're not talking. We're talking about being married to him right now. Yeah. <laughs> so he he would slip because he has like a million fucking wives. He's a harem, so you don't want to do that. You'll probably, and, and probably the, kill you without thinking about it. And it's in like Hitler, before technology, like nothing there. Like, mm. I mean, Hitler's wife. I mean, she died in a bunker, uh, and she has to be married to a guy who likes to get pooped on. Wasn't even his wife. <laughs> Wasn't even his wife. That was his side chick. Whatever. <laughs> Stalin, his friends were terrified of him, and that kind of sucks. But at the same time, like, you wouldn't want to be married to Stalin. You're not. No, no I'm marrying Stalin. No, fuck Stalin. No, no, no. Shut up. I don't need your explanation. Who are you doing? Okay, shut up. Fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. Uh, I'd be married to Adolf Hitler. I'm gonna fuck Genghis Khan. No, no, you can't. You can't don't both do it. One, no, you do me, it. This is me. Okay. I, would, I would fuck Genghis Khan for the story. First off, <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, he killed a million people. Well, he killed this vagina. You know what I'm like, straight <laughs> up. So you're a woman in this? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to change gender. You don't feel like a woman you say that. you're you Genghis. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because <laughs> fucking any of these guys, they would kill you so that you wouldn't tell anybody. So that doesn't. You you could be any gender you want. I could be a fairy if I want, pussy. Fuck you. Oh, how dare you okay. make fun of fairies? I'm like a shim or an axe right now, okay? <laughs> it's pronoun. Read rule number two, okay? What does it say? Never assume one's gender, bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you. Say, so this chocolate thought is what I want it to be. Okay, go. Okay? So I would fuck Genghis Khan because I fucked Genghis Khan. Like, bow down. Um, and lived. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Um, I would marry Hitler because at least Hitler and me would go out together if I loved him. I mean, it's you like... Go out you, together? You mean, if he loved you, and you weren't you? You go to the theater? No. <laughs> <laughs> I 
show. And then I would... Uh, <laughs> we go sledding together. I would kill Stalin because Stalin was rude to people. All right, go. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I don't want to do the same thing. <laughs> so, so you got it, but I'm gonna it. have to fight. But I'm gonna have to do the same thing. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be Genghis Kong's uh, gay husband because we'll ravage the land together and have the best time ever. No one needs to know we're fucking married. We're just friends. The best of friends. The best it's of rainbows friends. and fucking sh- sunshine. If, you're, and if you're taller than a fucking wagon wheel, you get murdered. <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> it's I real. would. I would. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would get that mustache ride from Stalin. Yeah, that's a Fuck full him. mustache ride. Who wants a half mustache yeah, ride? Hitler's not even trying. So <laughs> <laughs> he's a copycat piece of shit. So I'd fuck Stalin, then I'd murder Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Good point, because Hitler's the most evil person ever. Even though nah, Stalin and know. even though Stalin and fucking uh they have, numbers, they have better numbers. Hitler has the worst numbers of the three. Like he has the least amount of numbers. Well, I'm pretty sure Stalin does. Burr brought, brought that up on the last yeah, one. Yeah, he did. But yeah. Genghis Khan is more. than No, everybody. Genghis Khan is more than all. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So Adney would you rather? Would you rather see? Oh, this one might not work for you. Because do you have siblings? Yes, I do. We okay. both do. Okay. You don't have siblings? I don't know how you don't know that. Uh, I have, well, my, yeah, I do. Um, so would you rather see a sibling... Oh, wait, 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 Die? Is this the No, thing? shut up! Would you rather see a sibling get raped or kill your best friend? We've already done this one. Yeah, we okay. did. We told you Then what even. was the answer? You remembered it. What's the answer? Wait, didn't we hear like a best friend thing? Like with the... like? Yeah, it was a different best friend one. So you just reworded your shotgun thought? No, I didn't reword shit. I created a new one. But if you don't like it, we'll move on. No, I like it. All right, let's go back. Go back to rape. <laughs> <laughs> That's his niche. Uh, let's that. see, let's see, let's see. It's a racist term, niche. <laughs> it's a German term <laughs> for someone who doesn't want to fuck Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is they're not getting to, like, I delete them and then they just wind up showing back up. Yeah, that's like the Jews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you were a cat, any kind of cat, like it could be uh, yeah, okay. like a Laria, or it could be a lion, would you rather have a tail or whiskers? Whiskers. And one of them had what? to get cut off? Yeah. You tail, had to, you had to tail pick cut one. off. You had to pick Because one. whiskers help them feel the surroundings. Wait, tails don't help? No, tails whiskers are the most important. Help. Yeah, but whiskers are the most important because they're, they're if the whiskers get cut off, they their um equilibrium's off. They can't focus, they can't be a cat. They literally yeah. cannot be themselves without. Yeah, like the whiskers, whiskers are like the, as as important as a tail is to also balance and agility and all that stuff, whiskers are more important. Yep. Okay. So no they're like they're your peripherals, basically. Like, That's what whiskers are. I think, are. I think like, if you were a cheetah, it'd be a harder because they need the tail the most as a rope. Yeah, they, yeah the, the cheetah's tail is strong as fuck. It's stronger than Chris's dick hole. Or dick, whatever. Oh, did we talk about hamster tattoos? Nope, but this is fun. <laughs> wait, what? Okay. Yeah, wait, so that's, that's, not that's, a thing. that's the name. <laughs> did oh, we this talk about hamster even, tattoos? This isn't even. This isn't even like a uh, like a question. It just says in Louisiana, being a hamster tattoo artist is definitely a thing. A guy got busted with thirty pounds of hamster bones and went to jail for a year. Hamster bones? Hamster what? bones. Why does he need bones if he's just tattooing? I don't know, dude. Apparently, like, there's a whole... So, Theo Vaughn, 
brought me on this entire thing. Is he tattooing with the thing. bones instead of a needle? No. Theo Vaughn says there's an entire no, guinea pig like, ring. Hey, there's like a guinea pig ring, bones? as in, like, you can sell guinea pigs, you can eat guinea pigs, you tattoo guinea pigs, it makes them more valuable. There's this entire little ring in Louisiana that's all about guinea pigs and those type of little hamster animals. And apparently you sell them, you can eat them, you can tattoo them, and it makes them more valuable. Just or, like how women should be. Nah. <laughs> You can sell them, you can tattoo them, you can, you know, you right. can eat them. This is another death buy. I know I've done a lot of these. Wait, but no, hold on. Let's go back to hamster tattoos. <laughs> hamster tattoos are a thing, apparently. It's... Adney, what's your take on hamster tattoos? Stupid. Fucking stupid. stupid. There's a whole entire black market for hamsters. Black market? <laughs> In New Orleans? Oh, really? Calico market. The calico market it's called, for hamsters. It's called the fucking goddamn, what do you, uh... How many times have you guys flashed your cock and balls? Dude. Oh, I've seen Adney's flash his cock and balls. When is, in like, we were in, in no, we like were in a party. Life, just, just, story time. Just, yeah. No, whether it be public or private, doesn't no, matter. This Both. is story time. When we were in ninth grade, okay, we were at this fucking apartment. <laughs> we at this apartment, and we discovered this alcohol called Booker's. Okay. <laughs> Nobody knew about it. Bookers? What do you mean bookers? Like what is that? Schnapps? Is no, it no, no. It's a straight up whiskey. Um, oh. you, you calm your. I have your, no idea. You what calm your shitty palate. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> your shitty palate. We're my in, bad for guessing, bro. We're in ninth grade. Someone's like, "What's bookers?" And he's like, "This is my shit." Grabs it, drinks it, and then he's like, "Hey guys." I dare you to dare me to run outside naked. <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> That's what happened in my mind. <laughs> and then Addy's like, boom, runs outside, and everyone's like, who dared him to do this? Who thing? dared him? <laughs> and no, uh, somebody else was dared, and I said, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, someone dared somebody, and they were like questioning it. Like for a second, it was like a, a beat, you know, like in the movie when they tell I'll you fucking do, do it. something. Yeah, they tell <laughs> you to do something. It's like, boo boo, boo boo. And it's like, it's on their face, and they're sweating. And the camera pans out, now he's butt naked. <laughs> and he's like, he's all, I'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> and he starts running down the apartment's complex, the parking area. Great story. Now, when did you do yours? Me? I know you have one. Flashing my cog? I never flashed my cog. I've never flashed my cog. You guys are losers. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are losers. Yeah, wins, Wait, you got another one? I've gotten naked plenty of times. <laughs> I've gotten naked once plenty of times. You must look great limp, because that's why I won't flash, because I'm not great you grab limp. on it real quick, and you choke it. And you You must have some great girth on there. Yeah, people, look at, people look at me, and they're like, transgender. I've, <laughs> I've heard compliments before. <laughs> okay, would What's you up? rather like the fetish of being peed on, uh-huh. or... Loving feet. Yeah, I mean, I'd pee. I would rather love feet. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather get peed on. No, I'd, I'd, rather, feet, I'd rather have feet. Well, I hate no, no, no. Feet. I'd, I'd rather have feet because then I might be able to direct from dust till dawn. <laughs> Whatever. Here's the, so here's the thing. No, I thought the question was like, okay, so you are you think okay, so you have to have one of these fetish, yeah. right? Which one's more easier to live with? I think. Loving feet would be easier yeah, to live yeah. with. Yeah, but I would enjoy peeing no, on no. people so much. No, you no, get peed on. Get no, peed no, on. No, no, you get peed on. Nope. nope. I get to pee on them. Nope. nope. Get on. You did it. Okay, who said? Simple question. You get peed on, Let's simplify it. Chris. Get some plastic Chris, tarps. Chris, fetish of no. peeing on girls. Oh, uh, I read that wrong. Yeah, you did. I read it wrong. Fake I'll news. still do the peeing no, because Chris, I hate feet. Chris, listen. I fucking hate feet. Chris, listen. The real question is. Pee on me. It's just water, bro. 
I saw that guy on um, Wild vs. Man or whatever Man drink his wild. own pee. That's Bear Grylls. Okay, listen. You can't drink feet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> Chris, listen. Who would you rather be, Tarantino or Trump? Tarantino. Okay, he's in a foot fetish. Trump is into getting peed on. Boom. Damn. You got got. You <laughs> just got got. Oh, my. How do you know that? Don't ask me. That was a, that was a <laughs> Don't big, ask me how I know this. Fucking thing. Those are real things, though. Those They're are real. not real things. Yeah, Tarantino's in defeat. Pulp Fiction, Dust Till Dawn, everything. Kill and then Trump got peed on in, in, in Russia. What's the, <laughs> What's the difference between <laughs> a hermaphrodite and a transvestite? Wait, what? What's the difference between a hermaphrodite and a transvestite? A hermaphrodite has both. A transvestite only has one. Or one person just has a different gender pronoun than the other. That's the only. That's the difference to me. All right. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather bang a hermaphrodite or a tranny? Post op or pre op? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Pre op? Is it a woman who looks like a man or a man who looks like a woman? Oh, the, a the, man who looks like a woman, great body. If you but look like he a woman, has a I'm cup. gonna fuck you. So you have to bang him in the ass, or so I don't get banged in the ass. No. I'll, I'll pick that one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick the hermaphrodite's not gonna no, bang no, you. Listen, listen. Yeah, but, wait. Yeah, but the hermaphrodite <laughs> looks <laughs> like a hermaphrodite. And like, so like, there's the. But look. the hermaphrodite also has a vagina. I don't feel as gay yeah, if but it's, it's hairy like or it looks next like a man. To, I feel like it's closer. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I'm. Okay, listen. I'm gonna tell you right now. Shameless, shameless. Season three, episode nine. Frank gets blown by a, a, tra- a tranny, but it looks like a female. I'd be more cool with that. I'm like, all right. Okay, wait. No, I have a question because I go on. I, I used to go on Backpage. <laughs> I go on. Save. Hold on. Save it. And if that out, and I go on. <laughs> it's all right. You can leave that in. It's okay. We already knows because I'm looking for both of us. Anyways. I keep going to the there's, 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 <laughs> there's a whole transgender section. And I keep going to the section just 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 to look. I'm curious, okay? I'm curious. But every My single one said that as hold well. on, hold on. <laughs> every single one has a dick. So are transgender people, do they if you're a man transitioning to a woman, do you ever get a vagina? Yeah, if you can afford it. Because Gia, the person that we always bring up, doesn't have one. You should probably edit it. And fake every name. single fucking no, trans fake name, fest, fake name. Tran, transgender called trans. person. <laughs> That's okay, every them. single trans person that I run into or that I hear about or anything like that still has a dick. Is there a fucking trans yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. that has yeah, a listen, vagina? It takes a lot of fucking money. A lot of people are trying to are saving that money to get there. A lot of the people on maybe a lot of people on the back page are doing the back page to get the money to do it. Maybe let's keep doing it. This is <laughs> why this is why we need better money for mental health, okay? Because we've talked about this. If How have, hot would she have to be in order to bang her? She has a cock. She has a cock. But she's totally feminine. Six and above. Like Bailey uh-huh. J? Yeah. Six and above, dude. Six and above. Six you look and like above? a six. Come on. You get a it. six can look like a dude still. You gotta at least be an well, eight. Most sixes, most sixes look thing. like dudes. Thing. <laughs> you could do it so you never see the dick. <laughs> or what if she's like, it's a requirement, I'll, I'll charge you $100 less if you just tug on it a little bit. 
Sense. A dime piece, but she has a penis. I'm picking the dime piece because it's a dime piece. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, but she might like be jacking off as you're banging her. Well, see, a dime piece isn't as long as I don't have to jack her off. Well, see, but Chris, she still has to come. Like that's a requirement. Well, see, Chris, a dime piece is better than a three. piece And she can't come out of her ass. A dime piece is better than. A <laughs> Duh, <laughs> motherfucker. People come out of their ass all day. Stevie, can you suck dick if you're blind? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. It's all about sensual feeling. You yeah. got four other senses. Shotgun thoughts for a reason, bro. They're not all going to be Five other senses, M. Night. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you blow dead people. You can feel a dick with your hand. Dude. You can you can read the braille of the herpes on his dick. <laughs> yeah, but there's no like tutorials just audibly that's like, okay, so now Then you're you originator. You're an dick. originator. Make some fucking right. guesses. I don't know. There's probably an instructional video that's like most. Who has more sex, lesbians or gays? Lesbians, gay, gay dudes. Oh no, gay Ooh. dudes. He's right. No, he's right because gay dude. That's why AIDS. AIDS. A, <laughs> <laughs> AIDS. You dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Lesbians don't have AIDS. Uh, Boom. Then why can Magic point. Johnson donate blood? Because he's gay. Here's the thing. Because <laughs> he's a lesbian. Here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, in the. Like I've I'm not, obviously I've like I've I'm not in the gay community, <laughs> but in the gay community. No, I'm saying is like I'm not I'm not trying to like act like I'm an expert or anything, but like I've heard like Fred Savage talk a lot about this stuff, and he talks Fred about Savage. how like uh, yeah he's he, he, he's, he, like, he's in the gay community. He's, he's gay. He's married. Uh, but I, or, I heard him talk on Bill Maher a lot of time. But like what he was saying is that basically like when it comes to relationships and monogamy, it's lesbian couples are the most monogamous. Then it's a man and a woman. And then it's a man and a man. They're at least monogamous. They just go around fucking. That's the fun of being a gay man is that you can just fuck all the goddamn time. You can fuck all of the gays. It's like MPH. When you're in a relationship, <laughs> after a while, you don't fuck as much. And it becomes just this weird, like, friendship thing. That, and that's just lesbians all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're not fucking, you know. It should be lesbians at the lower part because yeah, girls gay, don't like, like girls. Here's, here's the thing. Like, fucking in, like, the, uh, in the bathroom is a known thing for gay dudes. Like, that's a cliche now. Because you always find out those Republicans who are against gay marriage right. are trying to suck a dude's dick bath in the house. bathroom. It's bathhouse. That's, that's just a, it's a regular public bathroom at an South airport. South touched on it, like, Shut 20 up. years ago. It's at a fucking airport. <laughs> not, even, not even at a bathhouse. It's at a fucking airport. You don't oh hear about that with lesbians, like, fucking each other at airports? So I definitely think that gay dudes are having more sex <laughs> than lesbians. These Muslims are fucking each other at airports. It's pretty bad. They're against pork and pork. <laughs> Dumb. Nope. Uh, I was, <laughs> was going to do this last one. I, I was going to do this. Greatest comedy. 
There's a contest in Iowa called hog calling, <laughs> where people do their best impressions of wild a pigs. Bo- a Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be a professional hog caller or a professional guinea pig tattoo artist? You brought it back to the. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a shotgun thought for a reason, okay? Yeah, the reason you being an idiot. <laughs> That's why the shotgun thoughts. Like, okay, let, let, let's, just, say, let's ask the real question. Would you rather be a professional hog caller or a guinea pig tattoo artist? That's what you asked. That's the question here. Um, first of all, I'm picking guinea pig tattoo artist because I get to practice my tattoos, and then once I'm really good, I can go be a tattoo artist. There is no profession for hog calling. Also, I feel oh, like wait, you can get laid more in the guinea pig black market <laughs> than you can in the hog market. I mean, unless you're in Alabama. Off, if you're in Alabama, no. hog calling's a thing. No, first off, you don't know the, the terminology. Yeah, the but it's also... You don't know the BDSM Chris, terminology. It's hog also, calling is a thing. It's also Alabama? <laughs> I've seen plenty of pretty incest chicks. No, dude. <laughs> Alabama is the home of hog calling. Like, seriously. BDSM also is the home of hog calling. But... You gotta know your hog, and you gotta you like. There's a thing there, but it's it's different terminology, like pup calling. You pup know what calling. I mean? Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe we should do. No, no. For the last one, would you rather be a pup, or would you rather be submissive? I guess they're kind of the same thing. No, no, submissive. Oh, no, because a pup dom or submissive. Act like a dog. You yeah, can ask a question. Dom or submissive. Meets no, my turn. No, no, because no, a, a pup doesn't mean you're getting beat. It doesn't exactly. automatically mean you're getting beat. Exactly. It can be, but you can be dominant. Mean, but you're probably gonna get fucked by that guy. Yeah, definitely. I think you're getting fucked either way. <laughs> probably get fucked. But in Veronica's story, that the submissive didn't get fucked. Only with the giant dildo. In his mouth, not his ass. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather do? Get fucked in the mouth or get fucked in the ass? Ah, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Well, I'm asking shotgun thoughts with Stevie Borghese. Okay, okay um, I feel like the mouth would be less painful. I'd have definitely. to do the mouth because if anything, you could you rip break your asshole. Jaw. Yeah, you could yeah. Rip yeah. an asshole. If, if the asshole gets ripped, least, that's that's major surgery. You break my jaw, you know, now you gotta take. You're not gonna break a jaw okay. with dick. That's okay. simple, dude. At least with they're asshole, gonna be careful because you got teeth. <laughs> At least with asshole, I would get pleasure out of it. And we just talked BDSM, and pain is pleasure, so. You're welcome. That's all I gotta say. You're very welcome. It's cyclical. It's cyclical. Like a rival. Everything's connected. <laughs> oh, this is good. So next week, watch the Oscars. People, don't, no. Don't even watch the Oscars. They're gonna see the results on Facebook or Just Instagram watch or a couple of the movies. Don't even watch all the movies. Here's two movies you gotta watch. Arrival, amazing movie. And I will give my recommendation for Hacksaw Ridge. But not because of the story. Because of the way... Gibson portrays war. He does do a really good job at the war scenes. They're they're really amazing. And I'm gonna suggest one on top of that, which is I actually think that Manchester by the Sea. Oh, I'm so excited to watch it. Actually, so say the real title: Manchester by the Freaking Sea. <laughs> like Arrival is definitely my favorite of those movies. So far, Chris Reeves. Yeah, yeah. How many have you watched? Uh, Just two. Rival and Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> Rival Manchester by the Sea. I also watched La La Land, Fences and Fences. La La Land. And fucking... Dude, and, you know what's an alternative fact? I'm telling you right now, here's the one I'm going to like the most. It's going to be Hidden Figures. I'm telling you. Because I want to say it because I Janelle love Monet. space. I love space. And I, love I love space. I'm totally good with space. <laughs> <laughs> I know space. We're going to go to Mars. I really want to watch it because Janelle Monet is pretty hot. Yeah. I, I, I I want to watch it for the other one, Viola Davis. Viola Davis, yeah. yeah. She's, She's powerful. powerful. She's powerful. 
I love that Bill Burr's take on it. It was like, really? Really? You're gonna you're gonna plug that like all black women did? Like those black women are responsible for the whole thing? No. We've all seen fucking NASA pictures, okay? It's, <laughs> it's like a thousand white men and a bunch of people. You know their names? They're all working together. You're making it more of a segregation when you make the movie. You're like, they're, they're telling you, like, you're making it more of a segregation, yes. Dude, I, mean, I have seen only nothing but hate for Bill's new special online. Are you fucking serious? People are bashing him, saying that he's gotten, like, less, um... He's not as mean anymore. He's trying to be too oh, progressive. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I saw, no, I heard that. No, I heard that with uh, Steven Crowder. Crowder. Fuck Steven Crowder. I heard that on JRE. He was like, oh, he said the word Mary instead of fag. And yeah, J- yeah. J- uh, Joe no, was Joe, like, Joe's that, like that, no. Like, I've heard him that's say Boston. That's Boston. That's Boston. You fucking Mary. Dude, <laughs> that's... Bill Burr will never fucking ever, like... Take his comedy and bring it down a level because they're all oh, trying to be more PC. Never. Yeah, special. I don't know. He has fun. a kid now. He Dude, this okay, next so special is going to be one something. Thing, one thing that was different about this special, he did get a little bit more goofy than he usually does. Yeah. It's usually all angry comedy. He it's got all a angry, goofy, yeah. but still, it was still good. But dude, yeah, because of the word fucking Mary, you're gonna say that you fucking Stephen Crowder. Who is Stephen? Like he works for Fox News. Point (laughs) in case. (laughs) Fuck that piece of shit. If there's one thing you gotta leave this with, it's watch Neil Brennan's Three Mics, especially you. You're gonna love it. Oh no, I'm gonna love it, and I love the fact that the government is like trying to get fucking weed off Schedule One, but let's get cocaine off Schedule Three. You know what I mean? (laughs) Let's make it legal. Let's make it legal. That's all I'm saying. If you make it legal, then you won't have Tony Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect.